Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by Davis Heating and Cooling, Apex Bank, Brown's Body Shop, Quickmark Convenience Stores, Holland's Pharmacy, Expert Landscaping, Murray Regional, Jones and Lang, Beck Dental Care, Kubota of Columbia, Right Care Clinics, Game Time, TV's Pizza, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Sands Fence Company, Tin Pin Alley, Davis Brothers Roofing, The Garbage Man, and by Parks Motor Sales. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. And welcome again, once again, everyone, to week nine of the high school football season as the Columbia Central Lions get set to battle the Page Patriots on the road tonight under the Friday night lights. Hello again, everyone. I'm Lee Maddox, and joined by Clayton Harris and Terry Wilcox as we'll bring you the call of the, tonight's game. Clayton, it seems like it's been a long time since the Lions last played, and that was an ugly loss that we saw at Franklin County two weeks ago. But here we are on the road again in a huge region game at Page, maybe one that's uh, just like a playoff game for the Lions, right? You're exactly right, Lee, and uh, you, you're, you are correct. It does feel like uh, a long time ago since we played, but uh, – yeah, this is a huge game tonight, especially with the with the breaking news that we got this afternoon about Summit and Shovelville being canceled because of a COVID issue with Shovelville. So, essentially, uh, a Summit gets a, a COVID win. And then you look at the schedule for Shovelville next week. They got Franklin County. That's going to give Franklin County a COVID win. And that is big because Columbia losing two weeks to go to Franklin County well, if they each end up with two wins, Franklin County is going to have the head-to-head be a big, big uh, loss for Columbia as far as trying to get into the playoffs. That's why this game tonight is crucial. You have got to win tonight. If you win tonight, essentially you are lock, you have locked yourself in to one of those four spots. Now, we all know that Summit, uh, pending some type of uh, – you know, un- unforeseen issue. They're going to lock up first place, but two, three, and four are all still available. And, and it starts here tonight with the Lions. Uh, we could have been locked in if we had won on the road two weeks ago, but unfortunately, we did not. So we've kind of put ourselves in that situation where we got to win the rest of the way. Uh, and, and it starts here tonight against Page, a team we have not beaten. But if you listen to Chris and uh, Mo earlier uh, on with, with JP on TriStar Sports Live, they both like the Lions' chances tonight, and so do I. Yeah, well, I'm always going to be a homer and going to think we're get, we've got a chance every time we, we step on the field, and uh, I feel confident that, that, that they are going to get ready, and we'll hear from Coach Hoth here shortly as his pregame comments. But, but still, I, you know, I wouldn't put it past this unforeseen thing you know, with Summit, who knows? I mean, we're, we're seeing something different every week in terms of what COVID-19, how it's impacting all of these games. At least we're playing, you know? I mean, that's that's the one good thing. That, that Oh, absolutely. If, if you look at Summit, um, they're bye weeks next week. So at the end of the regular season, they will have only played seven games. Um you got to give a lot of credit to, uh, to to Coach Roger White uh, and, and everybody at Columbia and, and a little bit of uh, uh, of a thanks to the good Lord that, that, that Columbia has had some very good luck as far as keeping their COVID situation under control. 
yes, we've had some kids that have been out due to the, uh, uh, you know, the contact tracing and things like that. But uh, you look at these other teams, uh, Columbia has been in, been in really good shape. And, um, again, I think we only have, what, one out tonight, uh, which is a, a lot better than what we had two weeks ago. So uh, we just got to take what we got and move forward. And, and again, in a must-win game tonight. Without a doubt. But, again, just still a bad taste in my mouth uh, from that loss two weeks ago at Franklin County. But, you know, as for Page, uh, they hadn't played a game <laughs> since beating Giles County, a team that just kind of destroyed Columbia. That's and, right. And that was three weeks ago. They won 36-10. to 10. They haven't played a game since September 25th. And uh, so they've had to basically shut down with the COVID-19 issues as well, meaning supposedly a forfeit to Summit, and then they had a bye week. Uh, they're 0-2 in the region, or depending on which, which site you look at, uh, they're, not, they're, they're still determined about how the TWSAA is going to uh, award these wins and losses based on forfeit, at least that's what it's kind of that's what it's looking like right now. That, nobody's unsure. Nobody's sure is exact because you're seeing two different things a lot of times. At the end of the day, it's going to come down to wins on the field. That's why it's so important that when you play these region games, you take care of business. That's why it was so unfortunate that Columbia went down to, to Winchester two weeks ago and. And let's just be honest, they lost to a team that, that came in 1-5 and five or 1-4, and four and, they, and nothing against Franklin County, but they're, they're not the same team that they were last year uh, where Columbia beat them. So, uh, you know, let's just call it the way it is. You look at Columbia, they should be 6-1 and one right now. You know, I predicted them to go 8-2 and two in the preseason. And, uh, you know, unfortunately that loss to Giles County hurt. I don't think anybody was surprised that the Summit got us because you look at the talent that they have. I mean, they're a good football team. Uh, but but that loss to uh, to Franklin, Franklin County, County yeah. they got to get over that quickly. Uh, Coach Hoth gave them a week off, so hopefully they were able to put that out of their minds and get back to to work this week in practice and you know really try to turn the corner and and, and kind of flip the page and, and get ready for tonight because they have got to win this ball game. And you know Page is going to be fired up, ready for this since they're, they hadn't played. They're in the same situation as us, Lee. They, I think they, it's homecoming. Is it homecoming? I think it, it must be. They're, I'm seeing people dressed up here on the page sideline. And, uh, it would appear. I wasn't realizing that it was homecoming festivities. Hopefully we'll get to have a homecoming for Columbia Central next week against Stratford. I know that one's kind of been up in the air as to whether Stratford would, would get there or not. So Yeah, we'll and that's a big one because you got the 2010 team coming that's back right. yes, uh, for, the reunion. For, the, for the 10-year anniversary. Um I actually spoke to Shaq Mason earlier. He's not going to be able to be there, obviously, with what he's got going on, but he's going to do a Zoom event with us uh, that will be uh, made to the public here uh, in a couple of weeks. So uh, that's why we just, you know, we need to get through tonight, get a win tonight, and then get to next week and and hopefully uh, be able to have a big celebration back at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Uh, And then, you know, we finish out, you know, at the end of the regular season on the road at Shovelville in a game that will not be easy. you know, and, and who knows what their situation? They're going to be a lot like Page tonight. They're going to be off for a couple of weeks, uh, so there, there's going to be rust, and, and you're going to see that. And you're probably going to see a little rust from Columbia. They didn't practice during the off week; they were practicing this week. And uh, you know, but that's kind of the way these this 2020 season's been. Uh, both teams will fill fill each other out early and, and, and see you know how the momentum shifts. But this is going to be a good ball game. I have no doubt in my mind. 
I don't either. I think it's going to be great, and um, I feel confident that we're going to be ready. Pages two and four, they're, uh, they love to throw the ball with their junior quarterback, Jake McNamara, and he's got a little uh, connections himself, right? Uh, yeah, his, uh, his brother is the backup quarterback for the Big Blue, Terry's Big Blue, the Michigan Wolverines. So, uh, that's about a, it, Terry? Go Big Blue. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I tell you, I'm, I'm looking forward to tonight's game. Uh, AstroTurf, I mean, yeah. where, where else do you get to see that in, in high school? But up here, of course, Williamson, these schools up here. And uh, it's 50 degrees right now. So, you know, you'll be touching low 40s by the time this game ends. And uh, hopefully our boys are ready and warmed up. And the uh, thing is, if you're running around, you're going to be warmed. So. Yeah, once the game gets going, the adrenaline's going to start yep. flowing. And it's not going to be a big issue now. There was a lot of wind when we got here. Uh, about an hour, hour and a half ago. But if you look over there across the field, flagpole's not moving a whole lot. The flag's not moving a whole lot. So uh, that may not be an issue, but you're right. It's going to be a lot cooler uh, as uh, time goes on here before kickoff. Without a doubt. And this uh, McNamara kid, uh, junior here for the Page Patriots, uh, definitely going to test our secondary and uh, because I think that's the way they – they, they throw out these little quick passes out to each way, and that's kind of the way they run the ball. You know, they, they, don't really, they don't really hand the ball off. They call running the ball, throwing it, you know, left and right, those little quick passes. Well, and that's a good thing uh, for, for Columbia, in my opinion, because teams that have run the ball right at us in between the tackles have had some success. You look at Franklin County with their quarterback uh, and their tailbacks they had two weeks ago. You, we all remember the Giles County game. Uh, I think that helps us, especially having Leif Natty back in the secondary uh, to help uh, cover the receivers for, for Page. So uh, we shall see. I, I'm interested to see how Page is going to defend Justin Buckman. I think Buckman is the X factor. I think that's one thing that, that you got to give Franklin County a lot of credit for. Other, than, you know, He had the 62-yard touchdown that was brought back from a holding, but for the most part, the Rebels did a good job of containing him, and it forced Columbia to throw the ball a lot more. And you could just tell Brady Brady did not have a sharp night that night. And uh, I have no doubt in my mind Page is going to try to do the same thing, and Brady's going to have to be sharp. He's got Blaine Davis back at tight end. Uh, so, you know, you got Stephen Kennard who creates mismatch problems outside. So it, it's, it's, it's going to be a big night for those guys. They're going to have to step up and, and really play well. Without a doubt, uh, the Lions now sitting at four and three overall, one and two, as we said here in the region. They need this victory tonight to stay in the playoff contention. As basically everyone is, uh, as we said, battling for the second, third, and fourth place. Uh, so the one thing we've got going tonight, we talked about the COVID situation. DeAndre Mathers is out, who's the starting left guard, and the kind of the defensive end, and he's had the COVID contact tracing. Um, there's also, uh, But we did, as you said, we got Leif Natty back. We got Blaine Davis back. That's a positive for us, but it's definitely going to challenge us with, with uh, DeAndre being out of the game tonight. Yeah, for sure, uh, especially up front. You're going you're gonna to really uh, miss him defensively. But, you know, it's that next man up mentality that you got to have if you're Columbia and – I have no doubt in my mind that uh, Coach Hoth and his staff have gotten those guys ready to play tonight. Well, we're getting closer to kickoff, and uh, we're going to see if we can listen to get some words from head coach Jason Hoth as he talks about tonight's game. 
Head coach Jason Hoth of the Columbia Central Lions uh, getting prepared for to face the Page Patriots tonight, Coach. It's been a couple of weeks, it seems like forever, since we've played a football game. And, and uh, really, if you count uh, that game a couple of weeks ago, we, we just want to forget it. So we'll go back three weeks since we've really played a game. But I, I know uh, it's uh, you are getting ready, the kids are ready, and this is an important region game for the Lions. Yeah, um, I'm definitely trying to, to forget that last game we've played too, but uh, we've definitely had to take a lot of lessons learned in that game and try to try to fix those mistakes moving forward. Uh, we're definitely excited for the game tonight. Um, like I said, it's been a few weeks. It's also been a few weeks for Paige, so uh, both teams should be anxious and, and ready to get, get, uh, get this one going tonight. So hopefully our guys can come out uh, prepared and, and, and ready to go. Like you said, it's a uh, – Huge uh, region game for us. A lot of playoff implications on the line tonight. So we need to we need to play good tonight. In 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 terms of the Lions, you really control your own destiny to to reach the playoffs. I mean, obviously you can't look ahead, uh, uh, but you got to be focused on tonight's game. And I'm sure that's what you're doing, right? Because they've got a good team, even though maybe their record doesn't indicate that, and they haven't played as many games as what others have. Right. Um, we, we've told our guys at the beginning of the week, you know, I mean, obviously after the last region loss, but we're still in a position where we control our own destiny. So we just reminded that, reminded that to the guys. And uh, two of our last three games are region games, so, you know, they're important. Uh, we got to treat every game like a playoff game right now. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, we've worked hard this week, and I, I feel we're prepared, and um, I'm excited for it. So, yeah, you, you had a week off, uh, or at least uh, the, the school system was off, the bye week. I know we, I'm, I'm assuming you had some kids to come in a little bit, but uh, for the most part, uh, many of them were, were out on their own, so you're just hoping, and when they got back on Monday, that you, you kind of picked back up. Right, uh, you know, fall break and, and bye weeks are always extremely difficult uh, uh, with high schoolers, and that's just part of it. So we decided to give those guys a week off, let them rest and recuperate, and we had open weight room for those guys who uh, were in town and wanted to come and get some work in. We did have a handful of guys come each day, which was good. Um, but, you know, to my surprise, they came back Monday, and they, they were solid this week in practice. So uh, hopefully they, they're rejuvenated and refocused and um, – and ready to, to make this final push. And a good thing about the, the time off is it allows you to get some players back. But as I've heard, that COVID uh, protocol bug has kind of raised its head again. You're going to be without DeAndre Mathers, I think, tonight. But but you bring back Blaine Davis and Leith Natty. So that's got to be a, a, a positive outlook, even though you don't want to see anybody have to miss a game because of what we're going through. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to have Blaine and Lath back tonight. Um, starters on both sides of the ball. They, they're key parts of our offense and defensive schemes. And, uh, but we did hate to lose DeAndre. We lost him on Wednesday this week. So, unfortunately, he'll be out this week and next week. And, you know, uh, you, you hate it for the players and uh, you hate it for the team. And, you know, it's, a lot of those things are out of our control. But we just got to have that next man up attitude that we've had to have this year. And um, hopefully uh, – we can get the job done. I know you've struggled against Paige in the past, and I don't think we've won against Paige. I'm not sure about the to- overall record, but uh, it's uh, last year was a, a pretty strong uh, victory on, on their part. So it's got to be that's got to be a little incentive tonight, especially with the playoff implications. But they've got a good team. They got a good quarterback. They like to throw the ball. They do. They throw the ball all around, uh, short passes, deep passes. Uh, he's very elusive. He's quick. 
they got a bunch of athletes surrounding them, so they're, they're very solid. Um, and I'd have to look back at the history, but we haven't played Page for too many years, but I'm not sure. I think you're correct on that. I'm not sure if we've got a win versus Page, so it would be nice to uh, make a little history tonight. And um, it's been 10 years uh, since we've gone into Williamson County and got a win. Uh, we were able to get a win against Nolensville earlier, but that was at home, so it would be nice to uh, to end that streak tonight as well. All right, Coach, good luck tonight, and uh, hopefully go Lions. Go Lions, thank you. And that's words from head coach Jason Hoth as the Columbia Central Lions get set to do battle with the Patriot, the, the, the Patriots from Page here at Page High School. And uh, the, the team, both teams are out on the field. They haven't taken the coin toss yet. Clayton, it sounds like coaches thinks he had a good week of practice, and that's going to be key to have these kids, have the Lions ready to play tonight. Yeah, that, I mean that's it. You, you know, you, you got to be focused. You got to be prepared. Uh, and according to Coach Hoth, they had a good week of practice, and that's what you want to hear. Uh, you know, you're going to see some excitement out of Page though too. They haven't gotten to play in a while, so they're going to be excited. So we got to be ready for them to come out fired up as well. Uh, I expect a great football game, and um, you know, it, it, this is huge. This is like you said, Lee, like a playoff game. If you're going to make the playoffs you have to win this game uh, you don't want to have to go to Shepperville in a must win scenario uh, because there is a possible scenario that even if you lose this game you would have to go to Shepperville and get a win uh, don't even take that risk win this game tonight and get it over with so we'll see it looks like uh, Columbia has won the coin toss and has deferred until the second half. So we'll get to see uh, this offense pretty quick and uh, find out if our defense is ready to stand up. That's right. So let's take a quick break before the kickoff and by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back, everyone, to Page High School Football Stadium here in Page at Page High School as the Columbia Lions getting set to kick off tonight. We start week nine, an important, critical game for the Columbia Central Lions, and they're all set. I think the crowd's getting set, and uh, Clayton, we're ready for some football here as Max Patton is ready to kick it off, and here he goes. We're underway, and it looks like Kyle Gaffney picking it up at the nine-yard line and he gets up to the 25 the 20 over the 30 and up to almost the 35 yard line before he's brought down by it looks like max Patton and joseph whaley in on the tackle there columbia in their all white jerseys white pants white uh tops with uh purple numbers with their purple helmet and chrome lines head on each side of the helmet page in all red with their gray patriot logo helmet um Nice look out there. Yeah. Both teams. Yeah. So here we go. First and 10 at the 35-yard line of Page. This is McNamara, and he's going to hand off the begin with, and he is dropped for a loss by somebody. Nick Butler comes up and makes a strong tackle for a loss of one on the play. So we've been talking about all they're going to do is throw the ball, but they first play, they're handing off. Yeah, it was a handoff out of the pistol formation off the left tackle there. And a good job, like you said, by Nick Butler. He does a great job running downhill from that linebacker position. Makes the tackle. Loss of one on the play. Good start there for the Columbia defense on play one. No second and 11 for Page as McNamara in the pistol. Trips to the bottom side of the field. 
He's looking to throw. He's looking to his sideline over here, and the ball's caught for about a four or five-yard pickup. Only about no, one. Me, no, yeah. Excuse me, a two-yard pickup maybe, or one. Yeah, one back to the original line of scrimmage there. It's going to be third and ten at the 35. So just a quick hitch pass over here to the near side here at Page High School. is a big play here now for on third down for Columbia to get off the field. It'd be nice right here real quick. Yes, it would be. Page going left to right on your radio dial with the football. Like you said, Lee, big play t- trips to the top side of the field now, one receiver to the right. Here's the, here's the play, and he's being pressured. He's sacked. Looks like Roman Woodson came in and made that tackle. Uh, way behind the line, a loss of seven on the play at least. So that's going to bring up fourth and long for the Patriots as a, a great three and out to begin this game and that, for the Lions. And that was a great call by Coach Taylor. He ran a corner blitz from the short side of the field. Ball was on the right hash. Roman came from his cornerback position and was able to go untouched to the quarterback and make the big sack there. Ball spotted at 27, and here's the punt. And a short well, no, a pretty good punt, and it's going to go out of bounds. Let's see where they're going to mark it. Stephen Kennard didn't have a chance to to field that that catch. Yeah, keep walking that way, ref. He's up to midfield. Going to be at the 49 of Columbia is where they'll take over on uh, first and 10. So a really good field position, a great stop, a great start for the defense. And now let's see what this offense can do after they've been off for two weeks as well. Yeah, re- really good start here for Columbia. It makes uh, deferring to the second half look like a really good choice there at the coin toss. So they're going to have a great field position here in possession one, and they're going to go in trips. Three, uh, three receivers to the right and a halfback next to uh, Brady. That's Buckman going, uh, motioning out, and he's getting the pat, the quick pass out to the right side. And Buckman's got some room to run. He's got picked up four, five yards right there on first down. So a good pickup on first down from Brady as Brady McCandless makes the pass to Justin Buckman. Yeah, and that's a play we've seen over and over again. They'll put Buckman in the backfield. They'll send him in motion. They'll snap the ball and throw it out there real quick to him. Uh, good job by our receivers there on the right side to get upfield and make some good blocks, and that's a good first down gain of about five. Here's Brady, a handoff to Buckman right up the middle, and he's met very quickly right at the line of scrimmage and May barely, have lost a half a yard. Yeah, barely gets back. So uh, they were ready for that. Uh, just a little counter play there for Buckman, and now it'll be third, and we'll still call it five yards to go here as we're just underway at Page High School. A big, huge region game for Columbia Central. Also for Page, there's no yeah. doubt uh, it's, it's a big game for Page as well. It looks like, it, like we said, it's their homecoming, so they've got a, a really big crowd here on this side, and there's quite a few people from Columbia on the far side. Here's Buckman again getting the, 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 the handoff right up the middle, and he's got the first down and then some. He crosses over the 40-yard line down to about the 38, 39-yard line of Page, where they'll have the first down. So a great pickup, another a, a great pickup on first down here for the Lions. Yeah, just a big play there. Third and five, you think maybe they're going to pass the ball. They're going to run a counter to the right. Columbia going right to left on your radio dial. And Justin Buckman, really good job there on the right side of that offensive line. Able to get the first down for Columbia at the page 39. Now Christian Biggers in the backfield, and he's going to get a chance at it. He handed off up the middle, and he maybe going to lose about a yard as he tries to kick it out to the outside after hitting the middle but nowhere to run. So uh, that's going to be a, a loss or 
Is it a lot? Yeah. Loss of one. Loss of one. So it'll make up, be up second and 11 at the 40-yard line of Page. So Christian Biggers coming in uh, as they're going to rotate he and Buckman in at that tailback position. And here's Brady McCandless in the gun. A handoff to Biggers again around the right side, trying to get around the corner, but can't. Barely gets back and might have lost another yard. That's a good job. They ran the ball to the short side of the field, and a good job by the Page defense to flow that way and really stretch the play out towards the sideline where they knocked Christian out of bounds at the 41, so he did lose another yard. Now Columbia, like Page, facing a long third down here, ball at the 41. So you would think a passing situation here for Brady McCandless as he lines up in the gun. Christian Biggers is on his right hip. And two receivers to his left, one to the right, and he's looking back to looking back to throw, and he's throwing to Kennard and makes the connection inside the 25-yard line, a first down for the Lions. Uh, they've been a great connection all year long, and they that was a perfect pass. Kennard makes the great catch and gets the first down. And quickly, Tempo, they're lining up on the ball here at the 23-yard line. A quick handoff to Biggers up the middle, and he's got four. He picks up four quick yards there as uh, Columbia went without a huddle and looks like they're going to continue that tempo right here as Brady gets the, the team to the line. He's under center. And here's the play, a handoff to Biggers right up the middle again, another four yards on the play. So it's going to make it third and about two maybe, I think, for his first down. And he's the, they're spotting the ball now at the 15-yard line of Page. Yeah, he's got to get to about the 13 to get the first down. Columbia's going to slow it down now and huddle up. But on that pass play on third and 12, you had Kennard on the post and Blaine Davis on an out. And it was a good throw by Brady over the linebacker, hit Steven in, uh, in stride and was able to get the first down. Here's Brady going to hand off to Biggers again right at the middle, but he's met at the line of scrimmage. For, I think, I think uh, he might be They're a little still short. pushing. It's uh, depends on the spot. It's definitely, I believe, where those referees are looking. To. It looks like he's going to be about a half a yard short. Yeah, fourth maybe, down. Maybe they'll they're not going to measure it. So, and it doesn't look like we're we're just going to we're going to go for it. A quarterback sneak, right? Just don't run the jet sweep. We ought to have that line. Those the guys we've got right there in the middle ought to be able to push this bunch out of the way. And there he goes, the quarterback sneak. He's got the first down, down to the five-yard line, or excuse me, uh, down inside the, or right at the 10-yard lines where Brady McCandless does the quarterback sneak right over his center, Lewis Maddox and Carter Sidlowski at guard and Jordan Brooks playing guard and uh, just doing a great job. They, that, like a those good offensive linemen have been doing a great job all year. Yeah, they have. Just a good wedge block there uh, by the guys you just mentioned. Brady's six foot three, so. He's easily able to get the uh, first down as we're in the smokestack eye now. First down here on this opening drive for the Lions. He's handed it off to Antoine Moore, the first back through, and he's not going to get anywhere as uh, he is stuffed really maybe no gain, we'll call it, uh, or it's back to the uh, really to the 11-yard line where it'll be second, and they can get a first down inside the, the, about the one or so is where they can still pick up this first down. Well, we haven't seen play action out of this set yet, but wouldn't be surprised to see it here. Here we go. The smokestack formation. Going to hand off to Buckman the last one through, and he is stopped for no gain. So third and 11 here for the Lions. We don't need to stall here after having such a a good drive to this point. 
Columbia can still get a first down. they got to get to the page one-yard line. Personnel change here, though. Stephen Kennard in. Antoine Moore out. Um, Christian Biggers out. DeAndre Williams is in. So expect possibly a pass play here if you're Columbia. DeAndre Williams in the backfield as uh, Brady still looking for direction. They might have to call a timeout. The play clock down to inside 10. They're going to take the timeout. So they're going to talk it over and get the right play in here. A crucial third down in a scoring situation here at about the 11-yard line of Page. Just getting underway here in the first quarter. Four minutes, 31 seconds to go. No score. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Brady McCandless throwing into the end zone incomplete as he took the rollout there to try to hit Blaine Davis in the back of the end zone, but incomplete, so that's going to bring up Max Patton here to attempt a field goal, and they're going to set that one at the 17-yard line, so a 27-yard field goal attempt here by Max Patton where it's fourth and and 10. Well, lucky that ball wasn't intercepted. It was very, very close, Uh, but here we go for the field goal. There was movement on the defense. He kicks it anyway, and that he one was it. wide right. Whoa. So that'll move it five yards closer. Yeah, I might. Nah, Come on, man. Take the points. Take the points. I know. Let's take a touchdown. Yeah, no, if I'm you got it, if you maybe if you got a fake, uh, fake somewhere <laughs> in that in that bag of trickeration. I, I've been told they uh, may have added to that bag of trickeration oh, yeah. right. this week. So perhaps we'll see some of that tonight. Well, it looks like they're going to just. Line it up five more yards, or and uh, try this, try this field goal again. Max Patton will kick the ball from about the 12-yard line, so a 22-yard field goal attempt here, and uh, that was a movement again. That's a fir- this could be a first down now. This this changes everything. The defense offside now, now for the going, second time. Now you're going for it. Yeah, they're bringing the offense back on the field. That's five yards. Six. They may measure. Let's see how close. Uh, yeah, I guess it was it was fourth and eleven. Right. So right. it's going to be fourth and one now. Fourth and six. But they haven't moved the ball. Oh, there's the ball. All right. It's going to be at the two. They're going to spot the ball at the two. So it's going to be fourth down and two. I might try oh, no. to draw them off again. Fourth and fourth and one. Well, it must be fourth and one. Here's the smokestack. Given to Biggers right up the middle, and he, I think he reached for it and got it and looked like a late hit there, but it looked like to me he gets down inside the one-yard line, or at least where it looked from here. Let's see where they spot it. That looks like where they spot, where the ball spotted right now. Could be a first down. So let's see what he says. They're going to measure. They're going to official timeout to measure, but the where he's got the ball spotted, it looks like it's inside the one-yard line. So Christian Biggers took was the middle man in that smokestack, and uh, he took the ball here on the left side and just pushed and shoved and scrambled and tried to reach it across there on his second and third effort, and looked like to me that he got it. We'll, we'll see here the the flag crew is out with the flags here, and they're going to set them and ladies and gentlemen that's going to be a first down for my goodness you got it for columbia central first and goal inside the one yard line so that's let's just run another quarterback sneak and get out of here 
Feel bad for the guy who jumped off twice, twice. because uh, he's going to end up giving six points to Columbia, I, 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 I do believe. And he was way out yeah. here on the end, too. Yeah. Yes. Right well, yeah. What do y'all think? Quarterback sneak here? It should be. It should be. That's what worked. He's 6'3". You've got the line right there in front of you, the Jordan, Lewis, and Carter. Just run it right up the middle. And there he goes. And he's getting pushed by Antoine Moore over the end zone. The ball, the ball came Ray loose. The ball came loose. Yeah, but, but they could get a signal. Signal touchdown. Yes, there was a touchdown signal. Both sides, both, both officials. He's, he, yeah, there's, there's t- it's a touchdown. Yep. Once it broke the plane, it doesn't matter if it came out. So he had to be over that. So it's going to be a great touchdown. job there by the offensive line and also Antoine Moore really. Yes. Antoine pushed him on through. Brady right through the goal line for the touchdown. So three minutes, 56 seconds going to, gone here or to go in the first quarter. Columbia's on the scoreboard. And here's the extra point attempt by Max Patton. And that is good. So now seven to nothing. Columbia takes the lead over Page. We're going to take a timeout here and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Page High School. The kickoff here for Columbia to Page and uh, tackle made at the 23-yard line where Page will take over first and ten. That's uh, on that tackle for that's Demarcus Marlowe making the tackle here as uh, Columbia set to on defense again and Page taking over for their second offensive series. Last time just three and out. Terry, you got a drive update? I sure do. They went uh, 51 yards, 16 plays, not, uh, five minutes and 57 seconds. Topped it off with a one-yard McCandless quarterback sneak. Thank you, Terry. And here's McNamara handing off up the middle and a lot of room for this running back as uh, he reaches over the 35-yard line where he'll pick up the first down, a, a quick handoff to Jordan Rutland right up the middle on the Columbia line. So 11-yard pickup on this play as clock moves. Columbia now heads 7 to nothing over Page. Well, just a dive up the middle out of the shotgun and able to find some room, as you mentioned, Lee, for a first and ten page at their own 35. So here's McNamara in the gun. Now whistle blows and a flag in. Delay of game being called on page, so that'll back them up five yards, make it first and 15. It'll put it back at their own 30-yard line. As the clock stops now, three minutes, 21 seconds, Columbia leading over Page, seven to nothing here in the first quarter. So across the front line there here on our defense, uh, Antoine Moore, Shane Cobb, and uh, we've got Aaron, Aaron, uh, Aaron Benson. No, Aaron Benson's going to be 62. And... I don't have 66. We'll get it here in just a second. <laughs> yeah. I don't have, and there's another handoff over to Jordan Rutland coming over the right side and a pickup of about seven or eight on the play. That's too much for this defense. But uh, it's still going to be second now and about seven as they'll spot the ball at the 38-yard line of Page. You know, in all of Columbia's losses this year, stopping the run has been the big issue. And uh, you're seeing some momentum here. On this drive right now, Page uh, with some success running uh, running the ball in between the tackles. Let's see what they do here. They're going to go with the pistol again, two-by-two two set. 
McNamara looking to throw, throwing it out to us, but that ball got tipped by Antoine Moore and uh, incomplete, but he was going to try to reach his, his back that was in the backfield, but incomplete, so it's third and seven now with two minutes, 41 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Well, that penalty by Page for the delay of game really hurt the Patriots, and, and a good job there by the Columbia defense to deflect that pass, and now Columbia able to get in there and try to pressure the quarterback here on the obvious passing situation, third and seven from the 38. And here's McNamara looking to throw downfield, and he's got a man open. First down, crosses midfield, and down inside the four or to the 45 yard line of Columbia goes uh, that pass to number two Gist or Gunner Gist for Page McNamara to Gist. So a good pickup for the Patriots as they move across midfield into Columbia territory. That's a disappointment there for Columbia as Jay Frierson fell to the ground. Left the receiver out there on the wide side of the field, wide open, able to get the first down into Columbia Territory to the 45. Trips now to the bottom side of the field. Here's McNamara, handoff up the middle and a little room to run before he's met by Aaron Benson to take him down at the 40. But still, Ford Progress is going to give him six yards on that carry. So really too much as they're running the ball. They're, they're having some success in running the ball against our front defensive line uh, you know with DeAndre Mathers is out this game normally he's playing a defensive end opposite Antoine Moore but he is not in this game tonight so they're really just using a three-man front and bringing up Cobb to sometimes uh, fill in that defensive end set here's McNamara looking to throw again got time but being pressured out of the pocket and he's gonna get no he breaks free of a tackle and makes his first down all the way down before he's pushed out of bounds at the 32-yard line. 33-yard line is where they'll mark it. So maybe at the now they're putting it at the 34 is where, but again, a first down pickup as McNamara just got chased out of the pocket and he found room to run. He did. Leif Natty was there in the flat waiting to make the tackle and he was able to cut it up in towards the field. Ball, like you mentioned, Lee, at the 34-yard line here in the first quarter that's just flying by. Yeah, it is. Minute 47 to go here in the first quarter. Columbia ahead, 7 to nothing. Here's McNamara in the gun. He's looking to throw again. He's being pressured, and that ball was, was – he got – the quarterback got stacked up by Nick Butler, and looks like Shane Cobb in there as well all at once. A blitz coming in, and he went down. That affected his pass. It felt falls incomplete. That was close to being a lateral as it was thrown right down the line, and uh, they're going to call it incomplete. But a good job there by the Columbia defense to put a lot of pressure on McNamara. Got hit really hard after that one. Brings up second and ten for the Patriots trips to the bottom side of the field towards us here as they're going left to right on the radio dial. One receiver to the top of the field. Here's McNamara in the gun. He's rolling out to his right looking for a receiver downfield and makes the makes the throw and catch close to his first down. Goes number six, uh, Carson, Kaysen Walker, all the way down to the now 26. The 26. Yep, just a yard short of the first down. Don't think there's any secret as to what Page is going to do here. Obviously, though, it is going to probably be two-down territory if you are the Patriots. That was Easton Snyder that made that catch for the Patriots from McNamara. So here's McNamara in the gun, 
third and one, a handoff, and met in the backfield, but gets breaks free is their running back who gets the first down. That's the Jordan Rutland, who's uh, down inside the 35, down to the, I mean, excuse me, the 25, down at the 23-yard line is where he gets his first down. First yep, I uh, had, had a chance. I think that was Shane Cobb in the backfield that had him for a brief second, but he was able to break the tackle, get the first down. Ball on the right hash here. They're going to stay in that trips formation. Three receivers to the left, one to the right in the pistol. Here's McNamara. He's going to roll out to his left looking to throw. Got a man open in the end zone. He's throwing downfield, and man, incomplete pass there to Snyder, who was open, but uh, and McNamara hit him, hit him in the hands, but incomplete, falls incomplete, so it brings up second and ten. Yeah, they like sprinting him out, uh, rolling him out to one side or the other, and they roll him out to the wide side of the field as the ball was on the right hash. You mentioned it, Lee. Had hit him right in the hands, but fortunately for Columbia, it's going to go through his hands and out of bounds incomplete. So second and 10, just a few, 29 seconds left here in the first quarter. Columbia up 7 to nothing, but Page driving and threatening right here, close to being in the red zone. Here's McNamara looking to throw. Looks downfield, all the way throwing into the end zone, and he's caught for a touchdown. Well, he just threw it over the top of Jay Frierson, and it's a great throw by McNamara. Nothing yeah. special about it, just a fader out. Frierson looked like he, I'm sorry. No, he saw the ball. You're right. Looked like he just jumped maybe too early. He, or? he did, and, and just a good thrown ball by McNamara. Over his head, just right over his head. That's so it. That's Gunnar Gist making the touchdown. Uh, one point, extra point away from tying this ball game, and there's the extra point attempt, and it is good with 22 seconds to go here in the first quarter. We're all tied. We're going to take a break telling you that you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back to Page High School. Here's the kickoff for Page and a quick squibbler kick, and Nick Butler picks it up, crosses back over midfield as uh, Columbia is going to be in good field position here after the touchdown from Page to tie this game all up here right at the end of the first quarter, 17 seconds to go. I don't know if he was trying to make that an onside kick. or I don't want to bring up a bad memory to you. That reminded me of the 2001 Tennessee-Georgia game where Tennessee <laughs> tried to squib kick it. And the up man picks it up and gets great field position. Nick Butler does a great job there. Gets it across midfield. Columbia's back in business here on drive number two. Yeah. They're at the 48-yard line now, first and 10 for, for Columbia. Oh, movement on Columbia. Like I think, I think that was on the defense. Uh, Tylen Orr. Kinda, oh, you're right, Lee. Yeah, he, he, he raised up. Tylen raised up, unfortunately, there. So back him up five yards. Uh, back into Columbia uh, side of the 50-yard line here as we're really just counting down the seconds of probably this one play will, will do it to go to the first quarter as we're all tied 7-7 to here at Page High School. Here's Brady McCandless in the gun. Christian Biggers on his left hip, a handoff to him over the right side. Christian looking for room. He's got a little bit, but only picks up about three before he's knocked out of bounds. And he's out of bounds, but the clock's still running. Uh, Looks like they're going to run it all the way out, even though he went out of bounds. 
Uh, yep, we've so seen that a lot this he's year. Right, <laughs> he's right at midfield, and uh, that is the end of the first quarter with your score 7-7, seven to seven, Columbia and Page here in the crucial 5-5A region battle here at Page High School. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Here's Brady McCandless pass downfield to Blaine Davis. Oh, intercepted. But there's a flag. I think it's going to be on Blaine for a face mask after the interception. So Blaine Davis there on second and 12, rolling around to his, his left and looking for his partner, Blaine Davis, but intercepted those, uh, I didn't make out who made that interception, but they were together uh, right there. I mean, it, that was a, either by, either person's ball right there, it looked like. It was. Terry, do you have the draft summary for the page score? Yes, uh, yes I sure do. They went uh, 76 yards and 11 plays and uh, ended it off with a 23-yard catch from McNamara to Gist at the 22-second mark. And now they got a going to have a uh, the ball back, and that they're now they're going to mark that all the way inside Columbia territory to the 48 yard line after the interception, which occurred uh, inside the 40 their 40 yard line. So here it is, uh, Page right back on the ball here as we're just underway here in the second quarter. Here's McNamara in the pistol, and. He's going to hand it off. There's balls on the ground, and Columbia's recovered it. Shane Cobb. So McNamara trying to hand off to, to Rutland, that going right up the middle, and they never, they never got the handoff complete. That ball's on the ground. Shane Cobb right on it. Terrible exchange there. Really bad exchange. But so um, Columbia will take over first and 10 here at the, at the page 48-yard line where they'll have first and 10. Yeah, just a bad exchange. You're seeing a lot of rust from both teams being off for uh, for nearly two weeks, and it's showing early. So here's McCandless under center, Biggers in the backfield. He's going to hand the Biggers around the left side, right up the middle, and Biggers fights his way for at least five on the play. Uh, Maybe even more than that. Looks like he uh, just got a great push right up the right up the middle, and Columbia's going tempo here, going right back on lining up on the ball. Did pick up five yards, so second and five at the 43-yard line. Hand off to Biggers again right at the middle. Another three yards pick up on the play, all down to the 40-yard line of Page, where to bring up set third down and about two yards for the first. Well, a good job there by Columbia, kind of controlling the line of scrimmage on these past two plays. They're back in the huddle now. Hey, hey, stick with it. Stick with it. Keep running the football. I think they've got the size advantage. There's no doubt, those offense and defensive lines. Here's McCandless under center. Biggers in the backfield. Hand off to Biggers. Same play around the left side. Biggers trying to find room, but just barely. Might have lost a half yard on that one. But, no, he's still up, or he's still on his feet. I thought he was down. He's around the 30, down to the 25, and before he finally goes out of bounds was – that ball not caught down? I, I think he may have rolled on top of a player <laughs> never never hit his knee all on the ground. Sudden, all of a sudden, we're seeing a bunch of Columbia people coming our way across back across the field, and Biggers never went down. So he gets all the way down to the 23-yard line. So a great run for Christian Biggers as he 
Gets them closer here to the red zone, and now Buckman in the backfield. McCandless under center. Two receivers to his left. Kennard here to the right on the near side. Here's McCandless, a pitch to Buckman around the left side. Looks like he's got a little room. Nope. Nope. They picked up very quick those defenders for Page as they really, he loses about a yard there, maybe two yards. If If you watch film of Columbia, they do certain things with Buckman and they do certain things with Biggers. And, uh, you know, I understand, you know, Buckman's a little bit quicker than Christian, but you got to run him in between the tackles sometimes, too, just to keep the defense honest. And you can tell those outside linebackers, when he comes in the game, they're trying to really rush outside to set the edge if they can, and that was a good job there by the Patriots. Second and 11, a handoff to Buckman, and he's met in the backfield, loss of four on the play. So, man. Mm. That's not good. So third and going to be at least 15 to go here for the yard to gain. Got to get it all the way down to the 14-yard line before we can pick up a first down. Right now, a ball spotted at the 28-yard line. Yeah, yeah, and and here's the deal. I mean, you'd like to get the first down, but at minimum, at least get it a few more yards downfield to put us – in Max Patton field goal range. He made one from 42 earlier this year. Just a few more yards to put us back around that distance. Here's McCandless looking for Kennard down deep in the end zone, but he's being pressured and goes down sacked. Way back at the 36-yard line is where he'll go down, and that's going to bring up fourth and a mile now for the for the Columbia Lions as the clock continues to move now under nine minutes here in the second quarter. We're all tied 7-7 to here at Page High School. Yeah, now you're in a situation where you're going to have to punt the football because of that sack. Well, he wouldn't try his little running. I guess they're going to be ready for that if he tries to run the ball, but it's fourth and 22, so you wouldn't think that uh, he's going to do anything but try to pin them back deep. And here's the punt by Kennard. And looks like that ball is going to get down. And we've got people down there ready to down it at the five-yard line. Great punt. A good punt, good coverage for the Columbia Lions. But unfortunate as they had an opportunity there but just uh, went away from them as they just kept going backwards. And you hate to say it that after, you know, Biggers was doing well, but he needed a breather after that long run. And Buckman came in, and they, uh, Page kind of picked up their tempo and stopped him. Well, they tried running outside on that tall sweep, which Columbia's had a lot of success with this year, and they were able to stop him for a loss and uh, just kind of got momentum from that point on. But here we go. Pinned back against their own end zone is Page. McNamara throwing from his end zone, throwing deep down the field. And he what throws, a catch. Throws to Guest again, oh and he makes, he makes the catch. It looked like to me he pushed off, but they're uh, not going to call that. I agree. I think I he, mean, he pushed off there, twice, it looked like to me. There was. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about Guest, uh, the, yes, page, yes, the Page player absolutely. on Frierson. Pushed off with his left arm, caught the ball one-handed with his right. And uh, it's a great catch, but you're right, Lee. Could it, could it possibly have been a push-off, but that official's in front of the Page bench. Yep. Not saying that it is a factor, but it is. 27-yard pickup on the play. Here's McNamara handing off up the middle to his tailback, oh, no. and he breaks free and uh, good for 15, 17 yards on the pickup. Just right over the left side of the line. I don't have... Uh, 
I don't have number 14's number. That's who. 34. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, 34. I thought it was 14. That's uh, Hank White who's running the ball for the Page Patriots and all the way up to the 44-yard line, their own 44-yard line, first and 10, seven minutes, 40 seconds to go here until halftime. All tied 7-7. to McNamara in the pistol. He's looking to throw. Got plenty of time, moving around. Now he's being pressured out of the pocket, moving. Going to put this down and run it, and he's got his first down and more across his midfield and pushed out of bound by Demetrius McCoy at the forty at the 35-yard line of Columbia. So uh, he no, good no, coverage, no, yeah. obviously, but he just pulls it down and runs it around the left side, so it, a good pickup. It was a good job by the Columbia secondary. As you said, good, great job in coverage. Unfortunately, it was a good job by the Page offensive line. There was no pressure on the quarterback. He waited, he waited, and then McNamara tucks the ball in and runs down the Patriots sideline and gets the first down deep in the Columbia territory. Well, first and ten at the Columbia 35-yard line. We need a stop here on our defense. Here's McNamara handing off to Jordan Rutland right up the middle, and he's met by McCoy for a two-yard gain pickup on the play. Around the left side is McCoy from his linebacker position. The quarterback of that defensive team makes the play, maybe a three-yard pickup, so it'll be second and seven. Here's the clock now approaching seven minutes to go here in the second quarter at Page High School, all tied seven to seven. I tell you what, you watch Antoine Moore. He made a great play two plays ago, running downfield, making a tackle. You wonder what he might be able to do if he was playing middle linebacker. He's built a lot like Tredarius Goff. He's a good open field tackler. He plays left defensive end. Ooh, we may have had an all There's Butler coming crashing in around the left end and and could have had a great behind-the-line stop there, but the Jordan Rutland gets around him and actually picks up a a few yards on that second down second down play. So now it's going to be third and six. They'll spot it at the 31-yard line of Columbia. So Nick Butler was blitzing in from his, from his position over there on the left side of the line. I thought he was going to make that contact right there at the handoff. But, and he did make the contact, just couldn't, make the, couldn't get Rutland on the ground. Yeah, it came from his outside linebacker position untouched and just missed the tackle in the backfield. Well, here's McNamara looking to throw, being pressured by Antoine Moore, and Antoine Moore tackles him for a loss, really, on the play. He might have got back to his line of scrimmage to the 31-yard line. That's So it's no gain on the play. So it's going to bring up fourth and six here as the clock down to five minutes, 40 seconds to go here until halftime. So it looks like they're just going to continue to go for it right here. Yeah, they're kind of in no man's land. They're at the 31. They're outside of field goal range, but they're too close to punt. So... You know, you might as well go for it if you're Paige. Columbia would probably go for it in the same situation. Aaron Benson and Malik Johnson are lined up right in the middle of that Paige offensive line looking to make a stop. Really, just a two-man front we're showing right here. So, we'll see. McNamara looking to throw. He's throwing. Got his man open. And that's going to be a first. No, incomplete. They're calling it incomplete. The ball must have hit the ground. So, turnover on downs. Roman Woodson right there. And I think his hit and uh, a tackle on the play must have forced that ball out. I thought it was a fumble, but they're going to call it incomplete. Either way, Columbia will get the football back. Well, actually, if, if so, did we recover it? Did, did no, he, okay. he he recovered okay, it. Okay, uh, I got you. I got you. So it'd be better if if uh, <laughs> we got the ball up here as we. T- well, no, it would have been a first down, I guess. 
if he were, if he would have recovered his own fumble. I think they've spotted this wrong, honestly, Lee. Well, if it was incomplete, that was where that's the play where started. it was. They, they oh, were at the 31. They were at the 31. You're exactly right. So here's McCandless in the gun, Buckman on his right hip, and he's going to hand to Buckman. No, that's not Buckman. Yeah, it's Buckman yeah, yeah, around the left side, and he's getting hit. Man. Didn't get hardly anywhere. He might have got a yard on the play. Or did he? He you might know, have lost a little bit, lost a half yard. You know, so. Bugman started the year at wide receiver. They moved him to a halfback after the Giles County game. Really caught some people by surprise. Lincoln County, Nolansville did a really good job against those teams. But, you know, you look what happens. The teams get film of those games, and, and, and they're really – focusing in on him because he is such a big part of this Columbia offense. We hadn't had any success on the outside. They need to go back to the middle, but they're pitching it to Buckman again here around the right side, and he's being stopped, and he just goes down, but a flag comes in. That's probably going to be a hold based on the location of that. No, don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. (laughs) Holding against Columbia. (laughs) They use that to mark the spot of the foul, and I was telling the Columbia guy, don't pick that flag up. (laughs) Mm. If anything, throw it forward. I don't need to call so, that was going to be a loss on the play of about three anyway, and so that puts it at third and thirteen. They're going to decline. They the just penalty. declined it, third and thirteen. Ah. I think I would have taken the penalty and pushed Columbia back even further, but. I do too. They, they want, I guess they want to take their chances here on one play to try to get a stop and get the football back. Ball at the 28-yard line of Columbia, and here we are to the line as Brady McCandless sees, sends trips to his left. Buckman on his right hip in the shotgun. He's looking that way downfield, beat downfield. He throws the ball, and incomplete falling short of Stephen Kennard just across midfield is where Kennard was uh, was located, so it's going to bring up fourth down for Columbia and 13 to go at their own 28-yard line, so they're going to have to punt the ball away with three minutes, 58 seconds to go here in the second quarter, all tied 7-7. to Easton Snyder back deep for Page. And he's settling in at around his 40-yard line as Columbia is not sure of personnel on the field. Now it looks like they're set with 11. Here's the snap. It's a good snap. Kennard gets the punt away, a pretty good punt this time. Call for fair catch. But the, gets a Columbia bounce all the way down to inside the 35. They'll mark it at the 34-yard line where Page will take over with three minutes, 45 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Chilly night here, Terry and Clayton, uh, but uh, I think that's good for it's just the right weather for the teams out there as they're playing. It's football weather. It's 45 degrees, Terry said. So we've had about a five-degree drop since kickoff. It was 50 degrees at kickoff. We've had a drop of five degrees, but we're warm and toasty up here in the press box. Here's McNamara in the pistol. Hank White behind him in the running back position, and McNamara rolling out to his right, looking to throw. Got a man open over on the sideline and complete. Looks like he's close to his first down. Going to put a pickup of about nine on the play. They'll mark it at the 43-yard line. Got to make it the 44 for the yard to gain for the first. So second down and one. 
clock continues to run now. Three minutes, 20 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Just a comeback route there and a good throw by McNamara on the rollout. Able to uh, get that ball out there to the wide side of the field. Not an easy throw. No. Here's McNamara in the gun. Hand off to Hank White up the middle, and he's met. He breaks through and all the way down across midfield, still on his feet to the 30, to the 20, being dragged down to about the 13-yard line is where Hank White will go. We got a flag down, though, at the 50. And thank you for seeing that. Now, that's when you're supposed to call the flags, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a on flag their, down at the 50. Let's hope it's for that, sure against that, them. They're all coming back. That's uh, – that was a bad display of tackling by the Lions You're there. not kidding. Isaiah Cordell had him in his arms, was taking him to the ground, and he just broke right through. Now, if you look at where the flag's thrown, it's thrown at the Columbia 49. That'll be a spot foul, and that will put it back to around the page 42, 41, and it'll still be a second down and about two and a half, three yards. So, yeah, that was kind of scary. Uh, I mean, <laughs> normally you've been calling. We, we, we have these good plays for Columbia, and we're doing great and make a long run or a long pass, and then we get the flag. But I'm glad to see it go the other way absolutely, for a change. Absolutely. Both teams, again, look a little rusty. Second and three at the 41, McNamara in the gun, rolling to his left, looking to throw, throwing way downfield, and the ball is caught. At the 10, 15 yard line and all the way in for a touchdown is Easton Snyder. So. That was a great throw, great catch by Snyder. Just ran behind Leif Natty and was able to make the reception for the touchdown. Uh, 59 yard pass from McNamara. A bullet, a bullet. It wasn't a hide ball, it was a, you know. A line drive type of ball right over the defender's head. I was hoping, I was hoping Leith was going to turn around and try to knock that ball away, but he never turned around. And uh, Schneider just kind of took that ball right. Oh, he missed it. He missed it. No good on the extra point. That could come so, back to be huge. Yeah. So that's now thirteen to seven. Page takes their first lead with two minutes thirty-four seconds to go here at Page High School. Page is up 13-7. to 7. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Page High School. The kickoff from Page is uh, picked up at the 15-yard line is DeAndre Williams, and he gets across the 30 to about the 31, 32-yard line is where they'll pick up first and 10 with two minutes, 27 seconds to go. we got to get something moving here, Clayton, to match that touchdown and get an extra point and take the lead back. Yeah, Columbia with two timeouts, 227 to go, and they get the ball start second half. Terry, you got an dra- uh, update on that last sure, drive. Sure do. It was a quick one. Four plays, 66 yards. Uh, it only took a minute and 11 off the clock. And uh, it wound up with a 59-yard catch. McNamara to Snyder. Extra point was missed. Could be big. Thank you, Terry. Yep. Here's Columbia. McCandless under center. Christian Biggers in the backfield. A handoff to Buckman around the week. And Page read that one all the way, that jet sweep, as Buckman took the the handoff from McCandless, and he was tackled behind the line for about a five-yard loss. So... 
already in the hole here on this drive as the clock now approaching two minutes to go here in the till, till halftime. Well, again, they've seen film with Buckman. You got to use him as a decoy now if you're Columbia. You, you, you know, the, the jet sweeps and the tosses, they're just not going to work. I'm sure that's something the coaches will look at in the second half, but you got to use them as a decoy at this point. There's McCandless, handoff to Biggers up the middle, and he's met by one man, breaks tackle all the way up to the 40 now before he's pushed out of bounds all the way up to the 41-yard oh, line. I thought he had further than that. Too. So he's going to be just a yard short of the yard, the line to gain. They're going to mark it at the 41-yard line. Got to get to the 42 for the first. It's going to be third third down yeah. and one third, here for Columbia. Third and one, a minute 39 to go. The clock stopped as uh, Biggers went out of bounds. Here's McCandless under center. Biggers in the backfield. Hand off to Biggers again. Breaks the middle of the line and runs all the way across midfield and punishes that defender as he went down there at the 48-yard line of Page. As a pick up the first down, the clock stops to mark the chain, so they need to be moving and getting getting on that ball. If you notice the last two plays, they sent Buckman in motion and faked the jet sweep, and they've handed it up the middle to Biggers. They've moved Buckman back to the slot receiver, which, again, that's what you want to do. You want to use him. Uh, kind of as a decoy because they're focusing in on him so much. Here's McCandless handoff to Biggers around the left side. Biggers got some room, breaks to the outside, down across the 40 to the 35, where they'll mark him out of bounds, push him out of bounds, but again, a pickup of first down, and the best thing, out of bounds, a minute, eight seconds to go here as Columbia's got a good-looking drive going right now. Absolutely, just running all tackle. It was a counter play that last, that last uh, snap there. By Brady, he gave it to Christian. He ran in front of the Columbia bench going left to right on your radio dial. And now we have a timeout on the field as it looks like one of the Page Patriots is going to have to come off due to an equipment issue, yes. So, yeah, it looks like they're going to – they've got Antoine Moore in. Are they going to be in this? No, where's where's Moore? Moore's going to be on McCandless in the backfield. Alone in the backfield, it's Antoine Moore. So here's McCandless under center. He's giving it to Buckman around the right side this time. A good pickup of five yards, six yards on the play inside the 30 to the 29-yard line. Fox still runs now at 57 seconds to go. Now a timeout being called by Columbia. So we'll take a timeout with them. 56 seconds as Columbia trying to get up back on the scoreboard and take, retake the lead. They're down 13-7 to here at Page. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Second and four here at Page High School for the Columbia Central Lions. McCandless under center. Here's goes Biggers around the left side, trying to reach that first down. Doesn't get it. He gets up, picks up maybe two yards on the play around the left side. Columbia quickly to the line to try to get this first down for sure and stop the clock. It's uh, third and about two. Here's Biggers on the right side looking for room to run. Can't find it, but breaks completely around to the left side. He's got the first down and out of bounds almost to the 20-yard line. Let's see where they mark it. They're going to mark him at the 22-yard line, I believe, or the the 21. Somewhere right at the 22-yard line is where they'll have first down, 29 seconds to go here in the second quarter. It's a great job there by Christian to uh, reverse field. The play was called to the right side. 
They and, faked the jet sweep to the left, and Christian stopped, planted his foot, and went back towards the Columbia bench, hit the sideline, got the first down, and out of bounds at the 22. So here's McCandless, got three receivers to his right. Justin Buckman on his right hip as he's in the shotgun. Now Buckman going out to the right flat in that screen pass over here. Buckman's got it inside the 20 and out of bounds at the 19. Uh, 23 seconds to go on the clock. Gain of three on the play. Uh, Buckman smartly gets out of bounds. Columbia with one timeout here with 23 seconds left in the page red zone at the 19. So let's see what uh, Coach Tillman draws up this time. We've got to get in this end zone. We don't need to settle for three here by any means. So let's get this ball in the end zone and try to retake the lead with the extra point. Is it interesting we have yet to throw the ball on this drive? Well. Except on that little swing route. Both of these little swing routes. Nothing yeah. downfield. here he's going. McCandless looking downfield. He's got Adrian Hidalgo down inside the 10-yard line. Another first down for the Lions, and he's out of bounds with 15 seconds to go. Did he get inside? No, he's going to mark him at the – they're going to mark him right at the 10-yard line. But, again, first down, and I guess it's first and gold is what they're calling it. So they're putting the ball right on the line at the 10-yard line, 14 seconds. Why is the clock? Why did, Do we not have a timeout? Can we not stop the clock? Do they not know that the clock is running? Official stop. stop call Somebody called timeout. <laughs> Down to four. Uh, timeout time by Columbus. I think what they're saying was he didn't go out of bounds. They pushed him out. He was pushed out of bounds, so it would wind after the play. Let's see. Uh, let's see what they say. Well, I mean, we had to call a timeout, so let's. What are they calling here? Yeah, the official called stopped the clock when he ran when he went out of bounds. Clock showing four seconds left now on the clock. Now you got to kick it. Oh my goodness! You got to kick it, and you got to get the ball to start the second half. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a shame. That, that's unfortunate. That's a shame. You, so, because if you would have known that, you would have had time to get up and, and, and at least uh, spiked it and had one shot at the end zone. Or go ahead and call the timeout right there. Exactly. You know, to, but then you do take the risk of getting tackled inbounds and, and coming away with nothing. I understand. I understand. But I, I would have done something, whatever it took. I would have stopped that clock. I would have called my timeout. I but, think I think know. the call was that, that he stopped his forward forward progress in bounds before being knocked out of bounds. That, that's the only thing I can imagine on that call right there. Mm. Yeah, actually, his foot was out of bounds before that, though. If you want, they run that back, they'll see it. So we're looking at a 27-yard field goal here that Max Patton will be attempting when the, the teams come back on the field. And uh, with four seconds to go, Columbia down 13-7 to against Page. Ball on the right hash. The holder is Jace Hoth. No, excuse me, Brady McCandless will be the holder. Max Patton attempting a field goal. Definitely within his range. Oh, yeah. And remember, Columbia does get the ball to start the second half. So here we go. We're set. Here's the here's the snap. The set. The kick. And that kick is Good. Good. All right. Max Patton brings us a little closer. Down by three now. 13 to 10 here as we go to halftime at Page High School. Stay tuned. Coming up here on the, for TriStar Friday Night Live. 
as you'll hear from J.P. and Coach and all the other scores from around the mid-state. We're going to be at halftime here. 13-7, to Page is up. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. And welcome back to Page High School as we're still winding up halftime activities here. Still, uh, Columbia Central team still not back on the field. Hopefully, coach is giving them a, a lot better prepared to begin this second half. So, Terry Wilcox, you've got some stats here from the first half. Yeah, I sure do. Uh, for, for the uh, Columbia, the, the rushing, uh, the big man was a Christian Biggers with 78 yards on 14 carries, and uh, he got 71 of those in the second quarter. Uh, Justin Buckman's been shut down. He's been uh, he's only got a plus three because he's been sacked in quite a bit in the backfield. McCandless, of course, uh, was down as well. Uh, passing, McCandless is uh, three for five. He's only thrown five passes to three different receivers. Each one has caught one. Canard, Hidalgo, and Buckman have each caught one pass. Uh, for Page, McNamara, their big quarterback, eight of 12 with one interception, 156 yards. And he also has one TD. Uh, the big player for them has been Gist, number two. Uh, he's got 79 yards on four catches. And then Snyder, uh, only two catches, but for seven, 67 yards, including that big touchdown that he caught down here in the end zone. Uh, Rushing-wise, they've had only they've had three different rushers, uh, Jordan, White, and uh, and then McNamara. Uh, they've, they've combined for a total of 76 yards on on a, on a total of uh, nine or ten carries. So total yards you were showing me earlier yep. was total yards in the Columbia. first half. Columbia has a 31 pass, 78 rush for 109 yards. Page 76 pass rushing, 85 passing for 161 yards. These are unofficial too, by the way. Right. Well, you're official. You're you you are the official for us. That's for sure. It's, it's hard to keep up. Those numbers turned around. Absolutely. Without a doubt, uh, their quarterback has done extremely well in terms of his accuracy and the, the yardage that he's got there. It's, he's, that's, that's, made, that's been the difference so far in this game, 13-10 to 10 as Page leads. But again, Columbia will get the opening kickoff here when they start back. They're finally back on the field now, the, the Lions, as they're trying to get warmed up and loosened up after being in, the, in at halftime. The thing, thing I'm a little surprised is that Blaine Davis has not been used at all. No catches, no running. What The one time they you threw know? it to him, the ball got intercepted. That's the true. throw was a little high. and uh, Yeah, they, they, they really need to try to get him going in the offense. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the, having, uh, having Buckman as a decoy, like you mentioned, really seemed to work, and Bigger took over. And our, our defensive backs have got to get closer coverage on their receivers we're just letting them catch them we're not even seem like we're trying to, to stop them so you know it, it, you're right Bugman has had a tough tough night trying to get things going they, they've done a good job preparing for him as page uh but you're you know like i mentioned in the first half and you just referred to it you got to kind of use him as a decoy we saw it there at the last couple of plays of the half where they would send him in motion fake the jet sweep uh 
as it looks like Christian Biggers is going to hobble out of the locker room, and that mm. that that's got to be concerning. Hopefully, they just retaped him, but he's got a little hitch in his step there. He is going to warm up with the team, but uh, you know there, there there are things that you can do with Buckman uh, that you cannot do with uh, with other guys because he's so multidimensional. I mean, you can you can run a wheel route on the backside of a play with him and make that outside linebacker run with him, and that's going to be tough for any linebacker that we play against. I mean, there's, there's multiple things that you can do, but I think if you're Columbia, the way Christian ran in that first half, you got to continue to try to run the football between the tackles and, and run that counter off tackle that, that they had a lot of success with there on that last drive. Uh, and then, again, Brady McCallis, he's, he's going to have to complete some passes. He hasn't looked uh, as sharp as uh, we saw him earlier in the year. He had a uh, you know he had a rough game against Franklin County, threw below 50%, threw a couple of interceptions in the first half. Got to really get him going because uh, good play from Brady is going to be a big key to Columbia's success as uh, they try to finish out this year and, and try to work their way into the playoffs. I mean, let's be honest, guys, the, the two quarters coming up, are going to be two of the biggest quarters of the season for the Columbia Lions as uh, they're going to try to lock themselves into the playoffs. It's basically win or go home, essentially. Not saying that we can't beat Shovel, but that's going to be a tall task on the road. But then again, it's 2020. Who knows what's going to happen with what team uh, over the next couple of weeks. No doubt. And uh, Brady McCandless, the only one for us to get in the end zone. He got that... The, the touchdown early to take the lead. Then Page comes back and ties it up. And then Page takes the lead and misses their extra point. And we come down at halftime and miss that opportunity to get six but uh, or seven, which would have taken retaken the lead. But they got the three. So I'm glad they got the three. And we'll see what happens here uh, in this second half as Columbia will get the ball as uh, both teams are starting to line up here to begin the, begin the third quarter of this all-important region game. So a lot of football left, and hopefully Columbia has made a lot of adjustments, and they've seen what's worked and what's working for Paige. We need to stop that pass from McNamara whenever he gets the ball. He's a pretty good quarterback. Just heard his, like you said, his brother is the backup at Michigan, but he's got another brother at Western Kentucky. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean that's just good good genetics right there. <laughs> you mentioned halftime adjustments. This is where coaching comes into play. You've got to be able to adjust and make the right decisions, and we'll see what Columbia's going to do here. 24 minutes to go in this ballgame. Here's the kick from the second half on the ground, and looks like it's going to be picked up at the 40 by a Columbia receiver. I didn't make out the number who got that ball, but uh, he's rushing it up about – up to about the 47 is where Columbia will take over in good field position to begin this. Uh, was that that not was that Butler? Nick Butler. I think it was. Yeah, and he's and, hobbling and, off. And again, I don't understand the squib kick. I mean, it's one of. The, I mean, you see the pros and the college guys do it a lot, but if you do not kick it in an open area and you allow a guy on the second line to get the ball, you're going to get great field position. Yeah. Look at Columbia. They got the ball to 47 here to start second half. Here's McCandless in the gun. Buckman gets the handoff. We're going around the left side. He's got some room, and he picks up about five on the play. So that'll bring up second and five. 
crosses midfield into Page territory down to the 47-yard line is where it'll be second and five as we're just underway here in the third quarter at Page High School. A pivotal, a pivotal game for both of these teams in the region play. Yeah, and that was a good job off left tackle there. Good job of the offensive line of Columbia, able to get a good push. Here's the same play coming back the other way, but whistle blown stopped the play before we begin. Looks like a false start on Columbia. Maybe. So that five yards we just got is going to go backwards five yards, so it'll make it second and ten. Well, like they came out there close to where the right receiver was set. Like Kennard out there. Columbia going left to right on your radio dial to start the second half here. Ball spotted now back in Columbia territory at the 40 at their own 48-yard line as it's second and 10 just underway. They're 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 down by three to the Page Patriots. McCandless gets the play from uh, Coach Tillman, brings it into the huddle and see what we've got here for second down and 10. I wouldn't be surprised to see the ball in the air here. Well, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Buckman in the backfield. Here's McCandless looking to throw. He's looking way downfield to Kennard all alone. It looks like he got tripped. He got tripped, and there's the flag. Yep. Got tripped at the 11-yard line, and uh, I think it was incidental, but I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> what a throw by the flag on the official. He tossed yeah. it behind his back right <laughs> on the line where he got tripped. Great throw there by the official with the flag. So I wish that was a spot foul. In, in the pro game, it would be. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it. I wish that was all the way down to the 11-yard line. McCandless just reared back and threw that ball. Kennard had, had the man beat and uh, looked like the, their feet got tangled up, and that flag came out. So we'll take it. That's going to be an automatic first down and a mark off of 10 or 15. 15. You know, and, and, and that's the thing. Uh, I think they may have called a hold. They did call a hold. So that's only going to be 10, but. Maybe he got a hold of the jersey. I, 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 I really do believe that, that the college and the high school game need to look at making that a spot foul because you, you could tell your defensive backs to grab the guy if you're beat or, or, or try to trip him or, or, or do whatever you, it takes and it not really be that harsh of a penalty. Yeah. So, you know, I, I that, that's something I wish that. All, all levels of football would look at as there seems to be some type of confusion now uh, down on the field with the officials as uh, the clock has stopped here at 10.52 to go in the third quarter, and they're going to continue to talk. Yeah, they hadn't spotted the ball yet, but it should be located about the 43-yard line. At least that's where the yard markers are lined up. Okay, let's see. They're now they're going to mark it off five more yards. Fifth, I think uh, that's what it, it's going to be passing. Because of the holding. Oh. No hold, pass interference okay. instead. So 15 yards instead of 10. There you go. So now the ball is going to be spotted at the 38-yard line of Page. First and 10 for Brady McCandless and the Columbia Central Lions. He's in the shotgun with Buckman on his left hip. He hand off Counter. to Buckman to round to the right side. Buckman got a little room, but then he stopped and and going to lose uh, or maybe gets back to the line of scrimmage is what they'll call no gain on the play. But looks like Buckman kind of hesitated there as he didn't see a, an opening and he just almost looked like he waited for the defender to come and take him down. They, they, they did a good job of flowing towards the, the side of the field where Justin was running to the right. 
and it just really put him in no man's land, either run out of bounds or, or take a no gain, and that's what happened there. Good job by the Page defense recognizing that left guard pulling to the right, knowing it was going to be a counter. So here's McCandless under center this time. Buckman alone back backfield and a whistle on the play. Another movement, I guess. Yep. Uh, on a false yep. start on the Lions, so it's going to back him up another five yards. And we notice that uh, Christian Biggers still not in. Uh, I see him on the sideline over there, so not sure if he's, uh, as we saw him coming back out after halftime, hobbling, but uh, looks like he's okay over there. We just not his turn on this series. Well, the fact that they were running counter and, uh, you know, dives with Buckman let, uh, leads me to think that maybe there's an issue. I will try to check to get an update on him in our next break. So here's McCandless, second and 15. He's looking to throw a quick screen out to the left. There's Kennard. He connects. Kennard making a move around the left sideline and picks up at least 13 yards on the play and knocked out of bounds at the 31-yard line is where they'll spot it. That'll make it second and about three or excuse me, third and about three yards to go for first down tempo here as Columbia back on lined up on the ball. McCandless in the shotgun, Buckman on his left hip. He's looking to throw again, a quick throw over here to Hidalgo, and he makes the catch, and a first down is for Columbia. Hidalgo catches that ball and falls at the 26-yard line is where it will be spotted. First and 10, clock at 9.55 and stopped for the first down mark. 13 to 10, Columbia trying to retake the lead here in the third quarter. Well, at at minimum, you want to come out of this drive with a tie with a field goal, but if you're a Columbia fan, you want six points. We got to have six. Here's McCandless. He's got two receivers to his left. Buckman on his right hip in the shotgun. He hands off to Buckman going around the left side. Got Bockers to follow. He's got room. He breaks through to the 10, down to the five-yard line, right to the six-yard line before he's pulled down. So a great run by Buckman. He saw the hole there and took off running. We haven't seen a lot of that from him until just then. So hopefully we're going to see a lot more of his instinct taking off going north. Counterplay there. You pulled Carter Sidlowski from his right guard position. He's able to lead block there around the left end. Justin found that seam, got upfield. First and goal, Columbia at the six. Here's McCandless. Handoff to Buckman right up the middle, and he's met in the backfield and dropped for a loss of two on the play. So, and this is the this is the area of the field where you want to try to get your tight ends involved into the passing game. As uh, is that Christian Biggers? It appears it is. Smokestacks formation looks like what they're wanting. No, Buckman's going out. I was about to say Biggers and Moore in. It's second and second and goal from the seven. Or they'll mark it now at the eight. So second goal from the 8 clock, moving at 8.40 to go here in the third quarter. They're in it, it is a smokestack with, and they're going to hand off to uh, Adrian Adrian Williams right there, DeAndre Williams. and Gain of about three. Yeah, he gets down close to the five. They'll mark it right at the five-yard line. It's going to be third and goal from the five. And that was uh, DeAndre Williams running in that position of the far back of the three backs lined up back to back to back. And uh, he took that ball right up the middle and picked up three. I tell you what, if you got to play action out of this formation, now's the time to use it. You're at the five. So here's the same formation, the smokestack. 
And a pitch now this time to Williams. He's looking for room and not going to find it. Barely gets back to the line of scrimmage. Fourth and five here in the third quarter. Seven minutes, 40 seconds to go, and we're going to kick the field goal, or at least try to attempt a field goal as Max Patton comes on to the field. Page has done a great job of stopping the smokes, that guy, and it's kind of curious as to why you'd stay in it that far out of the end zone or away from the goal line. Uh, again, if you have a play action out of it or a bootleg, that's one thing, but uh, tall sweep to the right there, just nowhere for Williams to go as Max Patton's going to come out and try to tie this ball game up. So a 23-yard uh, field goal try for Max Patton. Here's the snap, the set, and the kick. And it is no good. It looked good to me, but the referee's saying, saying no good. So that's a shame to drive down like that to come away with nothing. And you want to see another terrible high school rule? They're going to get the ball to 20. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, that's just a terrible rule. Mm, 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 mm. I didn't know that rule. I guess I hadn't remembered that rule. Our, our, our uh, linemen, defensive linemen, are lining up where the ball was, and they're kind of wondering, scratching their head, what do you mean? In almost every other level of football, you would, but uh, not in high school, unfortunately. So it's going to be first and ten as uh, the Page Patriots hold on. And they got Jerron Natty now, or I'm sorry, Leif Natty now playing safety. All right, here's McNamara being pressured in the backfield and breaks free of one. Now still looking downfield, but not going to make it. He's going to run out of bounds, a pickup of one on the play before he's forced out of bounds by Malik Johnson and Demetrius McCoy. Yeah, good job there by the Columbia secondary to really give McNamara no options as he has to roll out to his left and run out of bounds in front of the Page Patriot bench. Only a gain of one on that. Good job there by the Columbia defense as we're almost already halfway through the first or third quarter. Yeah, we had a good drive and nothing to show for it, so they've got to get this ball turned back over here for the defense for the Lions. So here's McNamara, handoff to Rutland right up the left side, and he has stopped. Met, he slips before Leif Natty takes him down at the 25-yard line where it'll be third and long, or third and five is what they'll call it. There's a blitz there by the Columbia defense, really heavy from the outside, from the wide side of the field. And uh, they ran it opposite, but a good job there by Leith to come up and force the ball carrier down on the ground. Third and five here. This could be a huge stop for Columbia to get good field position back. So here's McNamara with his uh, in the shotgun as he's been most of the night. He's looking to throw. He's being pressured. Now he's throwing, and he makes the completion across the 40, down to the 50, down to the 40, 30, 20, 10, touchdown. No flags on the field. Touchdown, Page. 75 yards. Just a digger out across the middle of the field. McNamara was pressured by a blitz as Antoine Moore is going to hobble off the field. He got in the backfield, but McNamara moved around in the pocket and found him across the middle on that dig route coming towards the page bench, catches the ball, hits north and south button up the sideline, and 75 yards later, it's a page touchdown. Easton Snyder takes it all the way to the end zone as they now line up for their extra point attempt. 
There's a snap, set, the kick, and it is good. So that makes the score now 20-10 to 10 in favor of the Page Patriots with six minutes, five seconds to go here in the third quarter. we got to get something going on on offense here as they come back. And we're telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football here on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back to Page High School as the Patriots have now widened their lead to 10, 20 to 10 over Columbia as uh, McNamara connects with with Snyder on the 75 yard play. And here's the kick on the ground. DeAndre Williams picks it up at his 20-yard line. He's looking for room around the left side. He breaks free around the left sideline on the Columbia side of the field and gets all the way up to where are they going to spot it at the 35-yard line before he is forced out of bounds. So good field position once again for the Lions as they'll begin another drive here, first and 10, with 5 minutes 56 seconds to go here in the third quarter, trailing 20-10. to 10. Terry, you got stats on that last drive. <laughs> yeah, uh, they went uh, a total of 80 yards in three plays, took a minute and one off the clock, and McNamara to Snyder for a 75-yard pass. Extra point was good. All right, so here's the Lions now at the line of scrimmage at the 35, first and 10. Biggers getting the ball now in the backfield, and he's looking for room and nowhere to be found, but bouncing out to the left side. He's got free. He's got room to run. He picks up nine before he finally gets tripped up. Uh, Pickup of nine on the play. So Biggers has got that knack. If he gets stopped, he's got a way of spinning around that that all that convergence of players, and somehow he breaks out to the outside just like he did right there. Strong lower body if you're Christian Biggers. Really good job there to keep his feet moving. Page thought they had him down. That's the second or third time tonight he's done that, able to make something out of nothing. Now it's second down and short for Columbia and a very big drive here for the Lions. Second and two at the 43 and a fake to Buckman and give to Biggers around the left side. He picks up the first down before getting knocked out of bounds right at the yard to gain at the 45-yard line. Oh, no. What happened? A flag? That's a bad spot. Do I see a flag? The official up here is at the 46. There's a flag, and it looks like it's going to be against Columbia. My goodness. Holding. Against the line. Ugh. Ten-yard penalty there from that spot of the foul, which was right there, right where Biggers was uh, being tackled after he'd picked up at least eight on that play. So it's going to make it second and 11. They'll spot it now at the 34-yard line of the Lions. Mm. That's unfortunate. That's disappointing. So we got to make that up right here. About time for Blaine Davis. A connection from from McCandless to Davis is what I'd like to see, or to anybody. Let's get a first down, keep this drive going. Here's McCandless looking to throw. He's going across the middle. That was interference. And, and there's, there's no there's flag. A flag. There's was the flag. there a flag? Okay, yep. I was going to say. <laughs> that guy right, the referee right in front of it, didn't even throw it. Now, now that will be a hold, or should be a hold, and not – pass interference, which will put us back to right where we were before, second and short, unless they call pass interference, but I think they're going to give for a hold. Nope, pass like interference. Yeah, we'll that, take it. That looked like pass interference to me. It looks like pushed him. 
Um, so that's an automatic first down. And they're going to mark that ball now just short of the 50-yard line at the 49 of Columbia is where it will be first and 10 with four minutes, 59 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Columbia trailing page 20 to 10 here as uh, we're back and forth. We need something positive to go here now this time again for the Lions. Buckman in the backfield this time on the right hip of Brady McCandless. Now Buckman in motion. McCandless fakes that and going to run it himself. He's going to pick up about three yards on the play. Not a big pickup, but crosses midfield down to the 48-yard line of Page. I tell you, that's something we haven't seen this year. No, we, we haven't. We have not seen uh, Brady oh. run a whole lot. Lewis is hurt. Oh. Mm, 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 mm. Doggone. Lee, if you want to, we can take a commercial break and come back. Yeah, let's take a break. Uh, uh, injury timeout here for the Lions as they're trailing 20-10 to 10 on the Page Patriots. Four minutes, 41 seconds to go here in the third quarter. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Page High School as Lewis Maddox uh, helped off the field. Looks like a knee injury there. We'll find out hopefully more. Hopefully it's not serious. So uh, Carter Sidlowski moves in down to center. As uh, the Lions now second and seven, here's McCandless handoff to Buckman coming on the right side. Minimal pickup there, maybe close back to the line of scrimmage, not much more than that. So it's going to be third and seven for the Lions as they'll spot it at now at the 48-yard line of the Page Patriots. Well, that's, that's going to shift things around for Columbia. As you mentioned, it's going to put Carter back at center. Michael Johnson, I think, is going to come in at guard. He is. But a big play here for Columbia, third down and eight. McCandless in the gun. Buckman on his right hip. McCandless looking to throw. He's got time. He's going to run out of the pocket now, looking to run for the first down, and he's going to get stopped short, and there's a penalty on the play. I'm not I think sure he what got a, a blindside block. He gets up to the 45-yard line of page is where McCandless is taken down. A new rule this year. No more blindside blocks, uh, which really takes a whole lot of – if you're a football player, it takes a whole lot of fun out of it. But they're doing it for player safety, and I don't know that's the call, but it, from what it looked like, it, it appeared that's probably what it was. Yeah, Columbia's backed up. The huddle's backed up as indicating that it's against them. Oh, a targeting. Oh. What? Declined? No. He's asking the coach. No. I, I, you know, targeting I, on the, on Columbia. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're calling a targeting, which was that blindside block that you saw. I would take the penalty because Columbia's going to go for it here if you don't. So, is that a – That's 15. I know, but is that uh, – if you're targeting, do you get out? Does that player ejected? Uh, not in high school. Backs them up inside their own 40-yard line to the 39-yard line is where Columbia now will face a third and about 20 for the first down. 22 is what they're going to need to uh, – for that first down. Daddy got to make it to the 41-yard line for the yard to gain for the first down. So, 
Here we go, third and 22 for the Lions as McCandless in the shotgun. Buckman on his right hip and looking for the screen to Kennard on the left side. He makes the completion, but not much of a gain there after the catch. Only about two yards on the play, so fourth and now 20, and that's going to bring in Kennard for the punting formation. Yeah, just really nothing much you can do there on that third and long. Uh, they're going to play really soft zone defense there, and you tried the quick screen or the delay screen, and just nowhere to go for Steven as he'll get back there and punt the football away for Columbia. At their own 41, here's Kennard punting from about his 30. He gets the ball away, a pretty good punt, and that's going to take a Columbia bounce, and the, the Columbia, the Page defender picks up the, picks up the ball on the bounce. Very dangerous kind of catch there, but he does and uh, gets the ball down to the 45-yard line. The 35-yard line of Page is where Page will take over now first and 10 with two minutes, 29 seconds to go here in the third quarter. They're leading Columbia 20 to 10 here as they come to the line of scrimmage now at their own 35. First and 10 is McNamara all the way at quarterback in the gun. And he's going to hand off to his tailback, Hank White, but nowhere to run there for White as he's met by Natty and Cobb and several other Lions right there. The pickup of maybe one, maybe a, maybe a two-yard gain. They gave him more than I thought they should have gotten, but uh, they mark it at the 38-yard line now is where it'll be second and about seven for the Patriots. Well, hadn't seen uh, Page run a whole lot between the tackles. That we did see it early in the first half, and they got some uh, got some positive yardage. But yeah, they're going to look to run that clock. But this time, McNamara rolling out to throw. There's holding. They're not going to call that. But uh, McNamara takes it down to to run it himself, and he's picking up quite a bit of yardage on that game, all the way up to the 44 yard line before he's knocked out of bounds. Um, just. McNamara is a pretty good quarterback. He uh, is elusive. Uh, reminds me of a lot of the kid from Lincoln County, uh, but with a lot more tools to work with. I guess is the best way to put it. But does a great job, a good pocket presence there to be able to roll his way out of it and, and come towards the Page sideline, able to get Page in a decent position here on a third down and one. So here's McNamara again in the shotgun. Takes the snap, handing off to his tailback. Nowhere to go for him, so the Columbia is going to stop him, hold him here on third down, third and short. So it's going to make it. He actually loses a yard, maybe fourth and two is what it's going to be as the clock continues to roll here, under a minute and a half to go in the third quarter. As Page leading over Columbia, 20 to 10 here in the third quarter, and I don't think we've seen him punt. In one of those situations, Lee, where you just scratch your head, it's third and one. And you snap the ball five yards deep in the backfield. But we will absolutely take it. Well, they're lined up to punt, and Columbia looks like they've got way too many men on the field. And now it looks like they're set right. And there's the snap to McNamara, and he gets the punt away, a line drive punt that's not going to be fielded, going to be downed by the Patriots at the Columbia 24-yard line. That's where Columbia will take over first and ten as they try to – get a mount of drive here to try to get back in this ball game. 52 seconds to go here in the third quarter. So 
Again, Lewis Maddox out. It looks as apparently on, at center. So Sidlowski is going is moving into center, and um, we've got Mike Johnson now in at right guard. Well, we're going to have to do a lot of pass protection here because we've got to throw the football to get back in this game. And here's McCandless looking to pitch out here to Buckman. Buckman got a little run to, room to run, but then it closes quickly, and he's going to lose a yard at least yeah. on the play. Hildalgo is out there at wide receiver in the slot. Just got thrown down by his defender, and defender was able to come up and make the tackle. Lewis is back in the game. Oh, that is that is good to know. But he's limping, so I don't know if that's a good thing or not. So, But uh, it is a good thing. I'm yes. scared there was something else wrong with that knee. But He may have just taken a helmet on the knee. He was in a lot of pain when he was on the ground, but hopefully – it's just nothing but a but a bruise. Yeah, he's back in at center, and here's McCandless. Buckman on his right hip. Going to hand off to Buckman around the left side. Buckman looking for room and nowhere to go. Maybe picks up a yard. we got to throw the ball. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, it's second and 11. We're down 10, and that's the end of the third quarter. Third, Going to be third and 10 as Columbia still trying to mount some kind of positive drive here to get back in this ball game. That's the end of the third quarter as the Page Patriots are leading 20-10 to 10 over your Columbia Central Lions. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back to Page High School as the Columbia Central Lions are trying to get this, convert this third and 10 at their own 24-yard line. Here's McCandless looking to throw. He's being pressured in the pocket. Now he steps up, throwing it deep down to Hidalgo, and that ball's going to be intercepted Good at the Columbia 48-yard line. Hidalgo double-covered there as uh, McCandless just hoping something could come out of that. But uh, unfortunate again, his second interception on the night as Page will take over now at their own 40-yard line. That was just a bad throw. I mean, that, that just was not a good decision by Brady to two defenders on yeah on throw, Hidalgo. throw it up and double, double covers. Now, if it's Stephen Kennard, who's about six two or six three, that's something that's different. But uh, Hildalgo coming in at five eight, that's just uh, that's just looking for trouble right there. And it was way underthrown on top of it. So it was, it was because Hidalgo got had got behind the defenders. But first and ten for Page at their own forty yard line, McNamara. All the way at quarterback, handoff to Rutland, Jordan Rutland. No gain there on that play as he's met by Aaron Benson and uh, Shane Cobb making the stop there. No gain, second and 10 at the 40-yard line clock now. Just underway here in the fourth quarter, 11 minutes, 30 seconds to go here in the ball game. Page leading 20-10. to 10 over your Columbia Central Lions. Yeah, if you're Coach Tillman, you got to be over there with McCandless and you got to be talking about when we get the ball back, we're going to have to go no huddle. We're going to have to pick up the pace, pick up the tempo, start, start out with some short throws, get some confidence and momentum going before we take those deep shots. Here's McNamara looking to throw, hits Snyder for his first down or right at the first down marker, yard to gain. Uh, a little pushing going on there, but no call. Uh, so a pickup of 10 on the play and a first down for the Patriots right at the midfield marker. Got to get a big stop here if you're the Columbia defense. You're down two possessions right now. A field goal won't kill you, but a touchdown 
A touchdown's bad news. And they're going. I got a feeling they're going to run this ball a little bit right here. Oh so yeah. Run this clock or try to run this clock. So if I'm Columbia, I'm keying in on that number eleven in the backfield and number ten, the quarterback McNamara, is set up in the pistol with Rutland right behind him. And there's the give to Rutland right up the middle. Counter. And there's holding. There's holding on Sitlowski, and they're not even going to call it. So Rutland breaks free after Sitlowski being held and throwing his hands up, wondering. Now he's telling the official that he's being held and no call there, but a pickup of 15 on the play. Another first down for the Patriots all the way down to the 36-yard line now where it'll be first and 10. Clock going to continue to run at 10 minutes, 20 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Page going left to right on your radio dial. They run a counter. They pull the left guard to the right. They run it to the boundary. They're on the right hash to the short side of the field, and they just get the first down, as you mentioned, to the 36. Looked like there was a hold on Carter, but no call on the field. Here's McNamara in the gun, in the pistol, Rutland. He's going to hand off to Rutland. He's met big, hard in the backfield by Shane Cobb, who's done that all year long. And, uh, well, there was no whistle blown, so. um, That's on the officials there. That's a big loss, too. Big big, loss. A loss of about six on the play. As Shane Cobb read that, blitzed right down the inside to stop Rutland. And, and, And something we hadn't seen from Columbia all year, only playing with two defensive linemen. Uh, having a couple of the defensive ends standing up in a two-point position and then just blitzing about six guys right there. And it was a good job by Cobb and others to get in the backfield, get a hold of the running back, and able to drop him for a big loss. That was part of Coach Host's kind of game plan with uh, DeAndre Mathers out on defense this week. They were just really going to go with three, uh, two or three down linemen. and try. There's holding there, and McNamara's throwing deep, looking for Gist. Down at the inside the 20-yard line, but incomplete as uh, McNamara was hit as he was as he released that ball. It'll be third and 16 now. That stops the clock on the incomplete pass right at the nine-minute mark here to go in the fourth quarter. Columbia trailing 20 to 10 to Page. Well, a big play here for the Columbia defense. If you're going to get back in this ball game, you've got to make a stop. Oh, here we go. Ball spotted at the 42-yard line of Columbia. McNamara in the pistol with Rutland in his back. Here's the snap. McNamara looking to throw, being pressured out of the pocket. He falls, trips, and slides down. He's going to lose another three yards on the play. That's going to make it fourth and about 20 to go for the first down as they're, again, once again, forced to punt. And that's exactly what Columbia had to have. McNamara under pressure gets tripped up by his own offensive lineman, falls to the turf, and now Columbia will get the ball back. 8.30 and counting here to go in the fourth quarter, down two possessions. Still in this ball game, but they're going to have to pick up the pace offensively. Ball spotted at the Columbia 46-yard line as McNamara gets the snap to punt. There's the punt away. A wobbly kick down. Uh, Get away. Canard's getting away from it. Ball's going to roll down to the 10, now the 9-yard line, inside the 10-yard line, where Columbia will take over first and 10 with 8 minutes and 8 seconds to go here in this game. Again, Columbia's down 10 points and have got to find a way into that end zone quickly. And how big was that last play of the first half before the field goal? 
That was huge. I mean, that that, that was a, a, a big play. Uh, and then missing the field goal on the first drive of the second half, that would have tied the ball game. Uh, those mistakes have turned out to be crucial. It looks like Sidlowski's back in at center, so Lewis is back out now. Not going to try it, it looks like. So here's McCandless looking to throw from his end zone. He steps up, throws to oh. Jace Hoth, and just overthrows Jace Hoth out there. It would have been a probably a pickup of a first down, but incomplete. It'll be second and ten. And, and I'm not making any excuses by any means, but, you know, ever since Brady suffered that hand injury, Against Nolensville on his throwing hand. He's not throwing the ball the same. His accuracy's been off. He's overthrowing people. He's underthrowing people. And you just wonder how much that, that, that right wrist injury has really affected him. So here's Brady in the shotgun. There's DeAndre Williams. Now he's quick throw here on this near side to Kennard. And he gets the first down. Looks like he picks up over the 20 to the 21. So that's going to be the first down. A good a good play by Kennard after he makes the short catch from Brady to pick up the first down. Well, but they need to hurry up. Yeah, we got to pick, need to we, hurry we gotta pick the pace up. This is an offense that scored 11 points in their last game. Only 10 so far here with 740 to go in the fourth quarter. So here's McCandless got DeAndre Williams on his left hip as he's in the shotgun with two receivers to his right now. Somebody's Ryan, not lined up right. Ryan Patterson motioning over to be, make it three receivers to his right. Brady looking that way, stepping up in the pocket, being pressured, throws it away, and uh, almost uh, almost Ooh. a fumble or an interception. And now and Brady is shaken up on that play. As he was hit, as he was going down, he stepped up into the pocket trying to make something happen. But uh, that was incomplete. So that makes it second down in 10 now. Seven clock stops at seven minutes, 20 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. And he's coming out of the game. Parker Bush entering the game. He is coming out of the game. He just drops his helmet on the sideline. I don't know. I didn't see how he got hit, but he got hit, right? That's yeah, he did from behind. He got hit from behind as he was trying to throw the football. They're looking at probably his right shoulder or so, it looks like. So here's Parker Bush in the gun. Not a chance to warm up even. He's throwing it to his right. Hits Kennard over on the right flat, and Kennard drives forward Lost after, yard. after he makes the catch, but that was behind Parker the line of scrimmage, so... He's going to lose, as you said, a yard on the play. It's going to make it third and 11. And McCandless still being looked at, walking over on the sideline. So, doesn't look good. And now Kennard is limping off the field. So, well, this is not good, and now, it's locked running. You just wonder, you know, being off that whole week and 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 you know again you're not it you got to get back in football shape and uh it, it's it's really taking an effect on the lines right now here's parker bush in the shotgun and he's going to go down at his 10 yard line as he's been sacked by the page defense that was parker blitzing bush on the play and that's going to bring in a punt situation Nolan and canard's normally our punter and so it's going to be Max Parker. Pat, Max, Max Pat. Patton's coming in to punt from five yards deep in his end zone. Fourth and 20, clock running at six minutes to go here in the ball game. And 
Columbia just going backwards. Well, I know Brady has gone out, Lewis has gone out, but our struggles have been mighty in the first half and the third quarter and most of the fourth quarter here tonight so far. Here's Max Patton punting from his end zone. Gets a fairly good punt up to the 45-yard line where the page – Snyder will take a fair catch at the Columbia 45-yard line. They'll have it first and 10 to go there with 5 minutes, 43 seconds to go here as they're leading over Columbia 20-10 to 10 here in the fourth quarter. So, seems like it's just kind of unraveling here for the Lions as uh, at least three injured players that we're seeing uh, from the offensive side and just not able to get things going. And actually, we saw Christian Biggers hobbling after coming back after halftime. I think he's been affected there as well. So I think the you know, cold weather has a lot to do with it. Both teams having to you know, battle the elements. Here's McNamara, handoff to Rutland, and he's over the right side. Another pickup of 10 on the play. A first down pickup run for Jordan Rutland and the Page Patriots down to the Columbia 35-yard line continues after they'll mark the first down. They'll start that clock with five minutes, 30 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. Well, this is, uh, unless something changes, this is going to put Columbia at four and four. And, again, uh, our region record will be, what are we right now, one and two? Yes, one and two. Mm. Here's McNamara. First and 10, it is at the Lion 35-yard line. Handoff up the Ooh. middle and met by Aaron Benson in the backfield and then taken on down by Shane Cobb. But a, a great penetration for Aaron Benson to hit Rutland just after he got the ball from uh, McNamara. And he has dumped for really no gain as it turned out. On looks time. like number 66 for Columbia. Uh, is he? He's got, yeah, he's coming off the field. That's uh, that's Malik Smith. Malik Smith, yep. Yeah, he's hobbling off the field now. So, who? Oh. All right. So it's second and ten for the Page Patriots. Four minutes thirty seconds and counting here in the left in the ball game. They're leading twenty to ten. Hand off to White in the, around the right side. He gets a little room and then taken down. Uh, by Lincoln English and Aaron Benson, but picks up about five yards on the play. That'll make it third, we'll call it six, for the Patriots as they'll mark it at the 31-yard line of Columbia. Malik Smith back in the lineup, back on the defensive front line there, defensive end. That's a good sign. Carter Sidlowski and Aaron Benson both playing in the middle of that defensive front. And Antoine Moore here on the the defensive end along with Malik Smith. If you're Columbia, you might want to take a timeout after this play. McNamara in the gun looking to throw. And he completes. Oh! Oh, Bounces off the the receiver's hands and could have been intercepted by Nick Butler. But ball falls incomplete. So that makes it fourth down and six yards to go. They'll go for it. As uh, the clock will stop with the incomplete pass. Three minutes, 32 seconds to go here in this ball game. Yeah, they're, they're in no man's land again. They're at the 31. It's too far for a field goal, too short for a punt. So they feel confident in going for it right here, being up 10. So here's McNamara bringing his team up to the line in the pistol formation. 
fourth and facing a fourth and six. There was movement on the left side of the page line, so that'll back them up five more yards. Now you may punt it. It'll be fourth and 11. Again, that clock didn't move, so it's three minutes, 32 seconds to go here in the ballgame. Ball spotted now at the 36-yard line of Columbia, and they are going to, looks like, bring in their punting formation. As Adrian Hidalgo will go back deep for the Lions, it'd be nice for him to break one, right? Yeah, it would be. He's very elusive, very quick. But uh, I doubt he's going to have the opportunity, depending on how he punts this ball. I'm going to assume he's going to try to get it as high as he can. Maybe we get a bad snap. No, it's a good snap. McNamara, he's going to let the ball, Hidalgo lets the ball bounce, and somebody don't let that get touched you. Touch that ball. It'll be a free ball. So they'll down it at the, about the eight-yard line of the Lions. I'm trying to see if Brady's coming back or is that Parker Bush? That's Parker Bush. Yep, that's Parker Bush back in at quarterback for the Lions. And what a what a tough spot to, to have to come into if you're Parker here down 10. Your playoff hopes are on the line and, and you're backed up against your own end zone on your first two possessions. All right, so Parker Bush, and he's got eight DeAndre Williams there on his left hip, and the oh, ball snapped no. through the end zone, and uh, he's just going to take a safety. Ball goes under Parker Bush's legs on the snap and into the end zone for, and then Parker just covers it and uh, takes the safety. That'll make it 22 to 10 now with three minutes and 10 seconds to go. As things are just going completely the wrong way for the Columbia Central Lions, a lot of injured players, and uh, uh, that's the third, or had two interceptions and uh, a safety. Things a missed field goal. A missed field goal. And I, I, I thought we were going to try to take care of things tonight, but uh, Page Patriots, they hadn't played in three weeks, so they were excited to play, <laughs> disappointed that they hadn't been able to play, So, and it's their homecoming night. So it looks like uh, unless something really big happens here in three minutes and ten seconds, they're going to get a region win over Columbia. And if you're Columbia, I, I almost think you have to – I know you're going to be kicking from your own 20. You may have to try an onside kick. I mean, that, you're down two possessions. You do have all three timeouts, but at some point an onside kick has got to take place. You might try it here. I don't know. you, you got to try to somehow get some momentum back. Uh, you know, it, it, they'll see yep, – we're going to kick it off the tee. You have the option to either punt the ball – or to kick off a the free team. kick. Yep, free kick. However you choose to kick it. So Max Patton and the Lions. Just over three minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Let's see what he does. He's doing the onside kick, and uh, Page recovers it at the 31-yard line of Columbia. Just try, just, just kicked it a Offsides. little too hard, and they'll decline this penalty. Yep. Offsides against – no, they're going to kick it again. They, the blo- they, may, they must have blown it dead. The clock did not move, so they must have blown it dead before the kick. So now they're going to kick from the 15. Kicking off of the 15-yard line. 
I believe I'd kick it away. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, look at this huge gap oh. you have here. Yeah, kick it down there. He's got him <laughs> right in that hole, and everybody go get it. He's got a good enough leg, too. He can... Nope. Oh, it's live. That ball's live. Uh, and it goes out, out of bounds. bounds. A good attempt because it passed the front line of the Page Patriots there, and the ball just kind of skipped uh, a couple of times and then went on out of bounds. But the Columbia uh, defenders there were, were just about to recover it before it did go out of bounds. And so. that's the difference between a ball rolling and spinning on grass and AstroTurf. That ball really flew out of bounds and hit that sideline quick. Yeah, looks like they're going to mark it at the 36-yard line. A penalty. Is that what I'm hearing? 31. Oh, 30. 31 yard line is where illegal procedure. Oh, yeah. A kick out of bounds is, is a penalty. So, so Page will have it with uh, at first and 10 at the Columbia Lions 31 yard line now. Official stop time again, a timeout for Page. So we'll take a timeout with them by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Page High School. Three minutes, ten seconds to go left here in the game as Page leads 22 to 10 over your Columbia Central Lions. Here's McNamara handing off to Rutland around the right side. Only a pickup of one on the play. Stopped by Nick Butler at the 30-yard line. As the clock stops, I believe we'll take Columbia taking a timeout. Or yep, Columbia's going to use their first timeout. Yes. So. Two minutes and 56 seconds to go here as Columbia is looking to try to come up with some kind of way to stop this, uh, <laughs> stop this, uh, the scoring binge of, of the Page Patriots. They hadn't been able to stop them really a lot. They've stopped them a couple of times here in the second half, but uh, they really stopped themselves. They have the last two games. The offenses look bad. Uh, we, we, you know, we uh, very. Ineffective in the running game with Buckman has been been big because we relied so heavily on him in that Lincoln County Nolensville game, and then uh, just honestly, our passing game has just been non-existent. Non-existent the past uh, two or three ball games. Terry, what what are our what are our passing stats look like at the moment? Uh, pass, passing stats at the moment for Columbia: uh, McCandless is six of eleven. Bush is old for two. Uh, Bush is actually negative nine, and uh, McCandless was 57 yards with two interceptions. Mm. And, I, and if I, that, that's so four interceptions in the last two games. Total, of, yeah, 48 yards, total passing yards. Mm. It's not going to win you anything. No, three minutes, three seconds to go here, and uh, not sure what's still the holdup. That's enough for that timeout, but. Page taking their time over here, getting back on the, getting the play it's, in. It's, and it's very disappointing, especially when you listen to Coach Oath in the pregame talk about how great of a week of practice that they had. Um, just did not translate on the field tonight. No, it didn't. Here's McNamara, handoff to Rutland around the right side, a pickup of about five yards on the play. Got to make it third and about five for the Patriots as uh, Columbia takes another timeout. They've got one left. 
Well, the good news is Stratford comes to town next week. Unfortunately, they're not a region opponent, though. They're a 3A school, and Columbia got a big win on the road last year up there. It was Brady McCallis' first start in a, in a rain, yeah. just a soaking wet game. That's the one that started early, too. You it it to did. The rain it and, sure did. And, uh, that didn't. But that, that was a, a good win for them. Hopefully they can, can get somehow kind of regroup, refocus for these last two games. Um, they're not they're not completely eliminated, no, but but you're gonna have to help. you're gonna have to beat Shovel at Shovel. You're gonna have to win that ball game in two weeks, and uh, you know uh, you, they're gonna come into the game a lot like Page, uh, not being able to play for for three weeks, and uh, you know maybe they'll be rusty, but 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 again. Um, Columbia had the advantage of, of playing two weeks ago uh, compared to Page, and chose to take the week off during fall break and you know practice this week. And it just, unfortunately, like we said, just hadn't translated on the field. Here's McNamara now with his team tra- uh, leading 22 to 10. Two minutes 56 seconds to go. It's third and five at the Columbia 26-yard line. He's looking to throw, and he's. Breaks out of the pressure and gets positive yardage on the play, but still going to make it fourth down. He gets to the 25-yard line. Coach Host going to take his final timeout. That's the final timeout with two minutes, 47 seconds to go as uh, Page will be faced with a fourth and four. Hopefully we can get the stop and um, somehow get in the end zone. So, I mean, it's conceivable still. We're not out of I mean, it's not over until it's over. That's right. But. If we can stop them right here and somehow get a quick score, get the onside kick, get another score. We'd have the lead then. We could win this game. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Just an update uh, from uh, local score in the county. Third quarter, it's Zion 27, Mount Pleasant 20. Wow. Wow. Coach Coach Jim called. uh, He said – uh, Zion, gonna Zion was going to win. They're going to go. They were going there to play. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that will not make the folks at Mount Pleasant very happy. Uh, pressure yeah. is already. Won. They've already turned. It's already been turned up on Coach Bronson Bradley. It's only going to get worse if they lose that game tonight. That's <laughs> true. All right. So here we go. It's two minutes forty-seven seconds left in this game as Page is leading twenty-two to ten. They're facing a fourth and four. At the 25-yard line of Columbia, here's McNamara. He's had a pretty good game. Let's see if we can stop him right here. Hand off to Rutledge at Rutland, and they have stopped him. Even Sidlowski makes the stop, and he's being held while he makes the stop. And there's no call. There should have been a call, but there's no call. He's being held as he makes the tackle. Well, that will save us some time, though, with no call being made. And fortunately, Columbia gets the ball back here, not pinned up against their own goal line. They'll take over first and ten at the twenty at their own twenty-six yard line. Two minutes thirty-eight seconds to go here in this ball game. And Parker Bush still in the ball game kind of gives you a preview of what you got to look forward to next year if you're a Lions fan. As Brady McCandless is a senior this year, and sure there's going to be a quarterback competition in the spring. No doubt. Here's here's Parker Bush all alone in the backfield. He's looking to throw, steps up, rolling to his right, gets it away, but just short of trying to reach Hidalgo. The ball falls incomplete. Got to stop the clock. Second and ten now with two minutes, 30 seconds to go here in this ballgame. 
And I don't see Blaine Davis on the field or Jace Hoth. You got Hildalgo, Williams, and maybe Sandman. We'll see when they break the hook. No, it's Patterson. Yeah, Patterson. Patterson. Yeah, Patterson, Hildalgo. Holt is in there. And Sandman. So all those. Yeah, there is. There's Jace. Jace is in there. Here's Parker Bush with DeAndre Williams on his right hip. And the ball is low on the ground. He throws a floater to Hidalgo. Uh, that can't stop the clock over there. That, that caught inbounds, a pickup of one. So it's third and about nine to go as the clock, clock continues to run. Two minutes and five seconds to go, clock counting. Here's Parker Bush needing to get something going here. Low snap again. He steps up, and he is sacked. That's oh, a late hit. Late hit. No call. There it is. There's the call. Yeah, they better, better call it. So, Parker Bush really didn't have time to get set to throw that ball and being pressured and goes down at the 21-yard line and then a late hit on the play. I didn't see many penalties on Page all night. That's their seventh, I believe. They've had, they, yeah, oh, they had, yeah. They, yeah, they had those pass interference. But they've right. had three yeah. big ones, three 15-yarders. How many's Columbia got? Columbia actually is. Uh, gotta find it here. Columbia's actually only had seven themselves. But they've, minute, been, but they've been timely, unfortunately. Minute 40 to go, clock counting here is uh, Columbia's first and 10 at their 36-yard line. Bush gets another low snap. Throw the ball. And he's throwing incomplete, trying there's, to reach Jace Hoth. There's Blaine Davis. He's at back out there. Clock stop now at a minute 30. Neither, neither tight end tonight has made a reception. Well, again, not many receptions at all. Well, the clock stopped. They're Second gonna, and ten. They're going to have to get big chunks of yards here. Yeah, throw it to Blaine right now and let him run the ball. Oh, going to be a timeout page. They weren't ready for something. So we'll take a break with them, a timeout, by telling you it's 22 to 10, Page leading over Columbia, a minute 30 to go in the ball game. You're listening to Columbia Central Alliance Star Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Alliance football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back to Page High School as Columbia trying a desperate mode here to get some points on the board. Another low snap to Parker Bush in the shotgun. He's rolling around, throws it incomplete once again. Can you see who that receiver was? Oh, he Mike. caught it. That's a doggo. He's inbounds. They, they caught it. He's yeah. in ba- Was he inbounds or out of bounds? Well, they're saying he's inbounds, so we got to hurry. Here we yeah. go. It was a catch, a pickup of about five yards, third and five here at the 41-yard line of Columbia. Clock at 105 and counting. Parker Bush rolling around his right side, looking to throw again. Incomplete on the sideline, looking for Hidalgo again. So that'll stop the clock with a minute and two seconds to go here in the ballgame. It's fourth and five yards to go. 
Well, he's rolling out to his right every time. He might try to look something, look for something here on the back side of the play. Ball's on the right hash. He's rolling into the boundary. It really shortens things up and shortens the amount of time he has to throw that football. Here we go. This is the ball game. So here's Parker Bush at his 41-yard line, fourth and five. Here's the snap. He throws over the middle, intercepted by the Page Patriots, and they're going to take it all the way in to the end zone for the touchdown for the Patriots. That's going to put it at 28 now to 10 with 50 seconds to go here in the ballgame. Cason Walker maybe made that interception. Uh, Parker just trying to make something happen, I guess, over the middle there looking for. Yeah, he stayed in the pocket there. Uh, that Really for the first time, he wasn't under a whole lot of pressure, but tried to get it, I think, maybe to Blaine, not, not Blaine, but uh, Jace, Jace, and uh, just overthrew him, and that was all she wrote. That was in traffic. A lot of defenders there. So it really, the ball really never had a chance. So we got a touchdown and then a flag, a sideline warning on Page. The Patriots excited here at homecoming for them. Uh, what was their record coming into this game? Well, depending on what site you looked at, but two and four if you count the COVID losses. Mm. Two and four. So, Columbia got a lot of soul searching here in the next week to figure out how to get this thing turned around after two straight losses now, uh, two difficult losses. Maybe this one's this one's probably worse than the Franklin County loss, uh, obviously, with not able to really mount anything since that opening you know, we took the lead. They've scored on. they've scored a combined twenty one points in the last two games. That's that's just not gonna get it done. So I'm not sure what's taking all the time here to get this uh, I guess the penalty to line up for the extra point here attempt and here's Page is gonna try that with uh, and there's the kick, and it's no good, and um, it's low kick blocked. So it's going to remain 28 to 10 with 50 seconds to go here in this ball game. I tell you, in 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 four of Columbia's losses, the Lions have scored a total of 34 points. In four in four losses, they scored 34 points in those ball games. None against Summit. 13, I believe, against Giles County, 11 against Franklin County, and tonight they're sitting at 10. Hard to take, Clayton. I just hate it for those uh, for those Columbia players over there, and a lot of them. Looks like Brady might be okay. He's walking around on the sideline. Um, just took a hard hit yeah, on that shoulder. Maybe did. Like. Yeah. I'm hoping Lewis is going to be okay because he's standing, walking. That's not good. Really walking on the sideline, but standing. And a lot of injured players. Kennard has been injured. Biggers has been injured. And they all. It seemed like besides Biggers, they all and Lewis, they all kind of happen back to back to back to back. You know, just in a crucial part of the ball game. They really did. So 
Back deep is uh, Roman Woodson and DeAndre Williams. And looks like Williams is going to take that ball at his 16-yard line. He's coming around the left side. He's got a little room. He's up over the 30 to the 33-yard line before he's tackled with 41 seconds to go here in this ball game, trailing 28-10 to 10 against the Page Patriots. You know, it was 13-10 uh, to 10 at halftime. Columbia got the ball start second half. They come down. They miss a, about a 22-23 yard field goal, and that would have tied the ball game up. And then you look very next two plays later, Page uh, hits uh, number six, the receiver uh, for a seven Snyder. Snyder for a 75-yard touchdown, uh, and it's that's that's that was the turning point. So here's Parker Bush. With DeAndre Williams in the backfield in the shotgun. There's Williams. He's going to throw to Williams in the right flat. Williams looking for room. He's got a little bit, but he stays inbound, tackled inbounds, and that's going to take it way down here unless they line up and snap it real quick. They are lining up on the ball, you would think. Lock it down to 20 seconds and counting here in the fourth quarter. Second and six. At the 36-yard line. Here's Parker Bush. Looks like the last play, maybe, unless it's incomplete. There's the ball. A catch out of bounds. Uh, good catch. Good pass and catch. That uh, Is that Jace? Yes. Yeah, Jace Hope. So the catch out of bounds. They stop the clock with three seconds to go. They've got it up to the 46-yard line. And I, I'm going to check with Maurice Patton next week. I would be interested to see uh, what Blaine's numbers as far as catching and receiving compared uh, to this point this year compared to last year uh, and also Christian Bigger's numbers. I mean, obviously Buckman had those two outstanding games against Lincoln and Nolensville, but um, it's just been, been tough sledding for the Lions offense. Here's the last play of the game. A quick pitch over to Hidalgo out of bounds as the clock strikes to triple zeros as the Page Patriots win this game 28-10 to over the Columbia Lions. Unfortunate for the Lions, and uh, hopefully they'll regroup and get some of these injured players. Uh, hopefully they're not injured too bad and can be back next week and uh, hopefully can celebrate a win at homecoming as they'll face Stratford. So we'll take a timeout and come back with some stats to wrap up it here at Page High School. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome. Welcome back to Page High School as the Columbia Central Lions fall to the Page Patriots 28-10 in a crucial 5-5A region game tonight here at Page High School. Terry Wilcox, give us the final statistics. Uh, for, uh, for Page, McNamara was 10 out of 16. Uh, one interception, three touchdowns for a total of 241 passing yards. Uh, two big receivers. Uh, Gist had four catches for 79 yards and one TD. And Snyder had three for 142 and two TDs. Three catches for 142 yes. yards. An eight-yarder of 59 and a 75. Wow. And then rushing-wise, uh, uh, Rutland was at uh, 15 for 56. White was 4 for 25. McNevere, 7 for 30. Uh, total for the Columbia Central. Uh, passing, McCandless was 6 of 11. 
two interceptions for 57 yards. Uh, Bush come back on a four of eight with one interception, but uh, 10, 10 yards total. Mm. Receiving, Kennard five for 42. Both one at the end for nine yards. Hidalgo six for 33, and Buckman one for five. And then uh, rushing-wise, uh, McCandless was... Uh, had four rushes for no yards. Moore, one for no yards. Figures, 15 for 87. Uh, Buckman, five for 26. Williams, two for three. So that's uh, and so that's your total. Very good. Not good on uh, the Columbia side of the ball. We had a much better first half than we did that second half. So they've got to turn things around in a quick fashion and uh, – it is a, a non-region game next week. That'll give them some time to hopefully get things turned around before they do face that last region game against Shevel and just hope that there's some kind of hope to make that playoff, to make that fourth spot, because now that's their only shot, I would think, is to make that fourth spot, and that's going to take a lot of help elsewhere as well. I'm really not sure how it all, the round robin goes in terms of who's facing who. The, the, I've been I've been focused on this game myself. Been trying to get over that Franklin County loss, and here we come up here and lay another egg. Yeah, with uh, Franklin County, gonna, they're going to pick up a win next week because of Shovelville, and that's going to give them two. So uh, it, it's going to go by total wins is what I'm hearing. So, I, you know, Columbia right now sitting at one and, one and three. Is that cor- correct in the region? Yes. Uh, but, you know, again, I, I, I know they had a good week of practice this week, but th- this is just my personal opinion. I think I think you got to get the program back to where you – I know people like to go places on fall break, but you got to practice. It's football season, and taking a whole week off and then trying to get these guys back in shape just it, – it makes things tough. It's challenging, and uh, unfortunately for Columbia tonight, they just, they just didn't have it, and – uh, it, this is a it's a bad loss. Yeah, Page nearly doubled offensive wise, total of three fifty two to one eighty three for uh, for Columbia. Columbia ha- uh, Page did have the one fumble, but then uh, Columbia wound up with the three turnovers, three three, three interceptions, interceptions. and, and the safety. That's yeah, that's what hurt us uh, in the last game was uh, fumbles, interceptions, that type of stuff. Uh, that you got to clean that up. You got to hold on to the ball. All right, well, that's going to do it for us here at, uh, at Page High School. As uh, Thanks for tuning in to Columbia Central Lions football and the TriStar Sports Radio Network, where your final score is the Page Patriots 28, the Columbia Central Lions 10. Tune in next week as the Lions will be right back here on 103.7 and TriStar Sports Radio as they'll face homecoming opponent and Stratford at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Coming up next, TriStar Friday Night Live with J.B. Plant and Coach Mike as they bring you scores and comments from games all across southern Middle Tennessee. For Clayton Harris, Terry Wilcox, I'm Lee Maddox saying good night. From Page High School, this has been a presentation of the TriStar Sports Radio Network of Front Porch Radio Production. Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by... Davis Heating and Cooling, Apex Bank, Brown's Body Shop, Quickmark Convenience Stores, Holland's Pharmacy, Expert Landscaping, Murray Regional, Jones and Lang, Beck Dental Care, Kubota of Columbia, Right Care Clinics, Game Time, TV's Pizza, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Sands Fence Company, Tin Pin Alley, Davis Brothers Roofing, The Garbage Man, and by Parks Motor Sales.